everybody. This is Tony with Full of Brown, and I'm here with you on another great episode. I cannot say thank you enough, seriously. But let's get to the nitty gritty. I have a good friend of mine here with us today, Mr. Charlie Alvarado. Yo, what's up? Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I'm you so for having me. I'm excited to have you here. <laughs> I'm ho- happy to be here. I I'm hope people excited. know. <laughs> I hope people know. I'm really excited to have you. It's been it's been a while, but you're a busy, busy guy. I am. So I am. I'm, I'm grateful that you you could make the time, man. No, thank yeah, you. it's a it's a it's a good problem to have, but uh, I'm happy that we were uh, we had a lot of back and forth. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, all right, we got to make. This no, happen. it's fine. It kind of worked out though. No, like, I think so. Yeah, no, so it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is uh, Charlie. Well, technically, my name is Carlos, but everyone in my life outside of my teachers have called me Charlie. Where'd that come so, from? I uh, never knew. My grandpa okay. is Carlos. My uncle's Carlos. Uh, you know, a lot of people in my family are Carlos, but. Uh, before my mom knew what they were going to name me, uh, people were already calling me Charlie because that's uh, what they called my grandpa. Okay. So uh, she's like, okay, I guess that's what yeah. it's going to be. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of went with it. And uh, my son is Carlos. Uh, we call him Chuck, but he's right, like, right. he kind of wants to just be called Carlos. Does he like that? I was going to say. <laughs> no, he, he like- prefers Carlos, which is okay. But okay, I think yeah. only... Uh, me and maybe two other people call him Chuck. Okay, so, okay. As long as he's okay with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll call him whatever he wants me to call him. But. <laughs> like, I'm paying for you live, so I'll call <laughs> yeah. you whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, my name is uh, Charlie. Uh, I have was born in the southern state of uh, Oaxaca. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was uh, about one, we moved to South Central Los Angeles. And we moved to Oklahoma City when I was about 12. Oh, I don't know you were in L.A. first. Yeah, grew up in L.A., uh, moved here when I was about 12 years old, uh, and been living here ever since. Met my wife here, had kids here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I currently manage a restaurant downtown. It's called the Jones Assembly. Yeah. Um, having a lot of fun, and yeah, work and family is what really occupies my time Yeah, currently. Yeah. Listen to podcasts and whatnot. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Uh, This has been a time, uh, to me anyway, it's been like a long time coming because we saw each other, when was it, like three months ago? Uh, Roughly, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I was actually afraid to ask you (laughs) because, no, 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 I'm I'm not even saying this because we're recording. I'm like, honest Mm -hmm. to God, the truth. I was going to message you like a month earlier than that. Yeah. And then, I don't know if I should just do it now that we're seeing each other in person. I was like, no, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, people are eating, like. Do it formally, no. dude. Like, you know, like, send him an email. Yeah. Like, There's nothing professional. Like, don't just bring it up <laughs> in the middle of a bite, you know? No, no, no. I mean, I, I think situations like that especially have to be very organic. You know, it's just like, yeah. and I mentioned it to you because I was like, man, it'd be so awesome. Um, it's so funny because I, I can see sort of the imposter syndrome in mm-hmm. every walk of life. You know, yeah, people are like, yeah. no, what if they, you know, you always kind of have this fear of rejection. It's oh, like, yeah. And I've, I feel it's the opposite, you know, where it's just like, Man, I kind of want to tell them that it'd be cool if I was on. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's so, so funny. I'm What you just said, I was literally thinking that day. I was like, you know what? He's going to say no. Because I do know, you know, I follow you on social media. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're super busy. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm not even going to do it. And then you said it. And you're like, hey, you know, have you ever? And I'm like, mm, there you go. Balls in yeah. your court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, I'm going to play cool, play cool, Tony. Play cool. No, 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 man. I, this, is, this is incredible. I, I've, I don't know. I'll have a lot to say, but I don't think a lot of it has a lot of, <laughs> like, it's very substantial. So it'd be cool to kind of 
put a conversation on record. And let it out. I mean, this is right. what we're here for. Let it out. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, see where this yeah. takes us. Okay. So, uh, we, uh, so you said you got to LA when you were one. Correct. Yeah. How old are you when you got to Oklahoma City? I got here, man, I can almost remember exactly. I believe it was, it was like August 8 or 12, of 2002. Yeah. Really? Uh, and I remember, man, it was a cloudy day. It was, I remember exactly what household, um, a really good family, um, took us in. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure if, if some of you will, will know them, but the Avilas, mm-hmm. uh, we grew up together in, uh, LA and then just kind of linked up here and, uh, significantly less expensive to live here, the cost mm-hmm. of living and whatnot. So, uh, my parents, you know, it was five of us. So we moved here and I mean, 12 years old, man, you're, you're going through a really, oh, you know, not just like puberty, but it's just like very formative yeah. time of your life. You kind of want to start uh, having your own space and whatnot. Yeah. And so it was odd, man. It was challenging, but you know, here, here we yeah. are. I mean, California and Oklahoma is completely No, different. I mean, you really kind of even question, it's like, does anyone live here? You know, it's just like... <laughs> we ask that now when we live here. It's like, oh, yeah. you know. But, uh, no, I mean, seeing Oklahoma City grow and develop and, and become what it is now has yeah. been fun. Because I, I, you know, I think we're part of that growth. And yeah, you used to kind of hear all these things of, I can't wait to leave. I can't wait to, you know, get out of here. And it's like, what if we just invest in our city and just see what happens. It turns out we were just lazy. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. It turns out yeah. we were just lazy because there's apparently a bunch of cool stuff to do yeah. here. Yeah. And then now we're like, oh, well, I guess I just never just wanted to get out of my ass and just do something. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's really yeah. what it is. And we were just <laughs> yeah, bored. we were just waiting for other people, I think, to do the work. And it's like, yeah. oh, now we have to do it ourselves. And, you know, but now I think uh, – where we're located as a city and uh we're really hungry we're really mm-hmm. passionate and it's it's fun um it's like i said fun to see it grow and, yeah. and you never think i mean moving here as a 12 year old from la you're like I, i'm just trying to figure out right right yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah it's exciting to see especially like like people that you know oh yeah you know grow and become different people than what you knew because i mean oklahoma was such a was a, such a like small nutshell of a city yeah to where like i mean everybody knew each other right you know you went to like back then was griders you know like everybody wow. just knew everybody wow. like you knew not to yeah. go to griders on sunday because you know you were gonna uh-huh. run into <laughs> that or golden <laughs> yeah. corral yeah oh my god yes <laughs> golden corral is still pretty accurate though. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't go there Mm-mm. but that's i funny. mean you know that's just how it is no it's i mean oklahoma city really is just a uh big small town you know it's like yeah it's, but which is fine, but I think now it's it's, oh, it's just fun. It's, it's, it it's is cool. fun, you know. And and you being in the kind of business that you are, right. is that what you wanted to do the whole time, or did you I, actually study something else? So no, funny enough, I uh, I did a lot of things in my life younger, uh, and we can probably hit on this uh, later, uh, you know, in our conversation. But I yeah. I am undocumented. Uh, I am a DACA recipient uh, or dreamer. Uh, as uh, most people calls. Um, so I tried to enlist in the Marines and the Navy. I was rejected. You know, you don't have a social security. You, there's, uh, you're limited to what you can do. So yeah. there's very few fields. You can go into restaurant, you can go to construction, um, mowing lawns and things mm-hmm. like that. It's, it, it's very limited. Um, so I started working in the restaurant industry when I was about 16, um, and a half, 17. Um, in a restaurant in Bricktown, it's called the Melting Pot. It's actually still there. Oh. Fondue. I was a, a 
started as a line cook, became mm. assistant kitchen manager, and then graduated. But I got married when I was 18. Uh, got, you were 18? Yeah, I was 18. I, I see feel eight, like you were no, 18. I, yeah, I was. And I see 18-year-olds really? now. I'm like, no one should let an 18-year-old get married. Uh, maybe because we were raised to be more mature, maybe? But I, I, I think that's what the case. 18. Yeah, no. It's I uh, had asked my uh, father-in-law. I was like, hey, I want to you know, date your daughter officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know how it is. I, I, you and I grew up in, in the same religion and de- yeah. denomination. And yeah. so it's if you want to date someone, it's, it's with the intention of marriage. Uh, which in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is the girl I want to be with yeah. for, forever. Which uh, is which is great, by the way, that you got lucky, right? That you ended up with somebody that you actually loved. Yeah, no, because a lot of us <laughs> ended up with people that were like, oh hell no. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I met my wife uh, when we were in Roosevelt Middle School. Mm-hmm. I was in seventh grade; she was in eighth grade, and I was like. Yeah, this it would I didn't like her back then. Uh but afterwards I was like trying forever. Yeah. It's like this girl has got to be mine and it took a long time. And really? eventually she just kinda gave in. And she's like, All right, whatever. If you're listening to this, you suck. <laughs> you know how hard it is for guys to just be up front with a girl and be vulnerable? But honestly to but me it worked out. It, it's uh it's one of those situations, I mean it it's Continuously, like daily, I'm reminded is it was worth the effort uh, because now uh, I I I know that I can speak for, speak for her. We don't see it as uh, we ended up with each other. We we see it as daily. We choose each other, you know. So there's there's some special in that. And I always kind of joke around where it's like, oh, your wife's so cool. It's like, yeah, I I really like her. And they're like, no, you love her. I was like, sure, yes, I I love her immensely and I adore her, but I like her. You know, mm-hmm. you have to really like someone. To be with them, you know, uh, December, what's today? The ninth? Yeah, rough, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 11 days will be 13 years. Oh. You know, so it's just like, oh, wow. Okay. Dang, 13 Ups, years. downs, wow. yeah, man. And uh, it's kind of incredible. But uh, just to kind of go back to the, the original point is uh, graduated high school in May from U.S. Grant, about 2008, and got married in December. And just been working in the restaurant industry ever since. I did take maybe six months break and did construction. I was like, there's not a single bone in my body that enjoys this. Uh, So I went back to the restaurant industry and I'm 31 now. And I didn't realize until I was about maybe 29 that uh, when I kind of had the opportunity to leave the industry, you know, being uh, what they call documented, you know, Mm -hmm. you have a social security now, you have a work permit, you can pretty much go into most fields uh, with peace of mind that, okay, maybe... Maybe this is, I do enjoy this. Um, and what kind of made that for me is the restaurant that I mentioned now. The Jones Assembly has provided me a platform uh, to lead and to lead in a very dynamic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have about, I'd say, 80 plus front house employees. And, really? Yeah. And I think collectively we have about 130 with, you know, kitchen employees and whatnot. Oh, so snap. Uh, most of them are, are, you know, directly under my care. And so to be, with a group of people who give you a seat at the table. I mean, who, who doesn't want that, you know, to be given a voice and say, your voice is just as loud and matters just as much as, yeah. as ours, uh, especially being in, in a predominantly, you know, white male, uh, led industry to yeah. say, Hey, you know, and, and I think in our mind, we always have kind of have this, this isn't for me. This is for somebody else. And it's like, no, they made it. It made me, kind of believe that this was also for me. So I'd say it was about two years, two and a half years ago where it's like, okay, I'm choosing this industry. Yeah. It's not, I don't view it as something I'm stuck with. Yeah, right, this right. is what I want to do. Yeah. 
So, which is great though, because not a lot of people figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's like I have a lot of fun, man. I love food. I love uh, beverages, wine, cocktails, beer. Uh, I'm passionate about flavors and combinations and talking about food. I'm very poetic and romantic about food um, and leadership. You know, so it's like you are else? a great leader. I'm okay. No, no, no. Don't be, don't be <laughs> humble. Since I've known you, you've been a great leader. I and you know what's funny uh, is I kind of knew I wanted to guide people yeah. and teach and train when uh, I, I did a brief, brief uh, time as a Sunday school teacher. Um, uh-huh. And it was predominantly, you know, preteens, you know, 12, 13, 14. And you kind of, what kind of mentor did you want when you were 12, 13? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the kind of mentor I want to be. And that continues even into my career now. And so if... I took a lot of good things from from the church, which you know I'm no longer uh, um, religious mm-hmm. or or spiritual yeah. uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I believe in values and I believe in philosophies and uh, you know ethics and morals and things like that. And so that's that is one thing I took with me is is you have to truly leave people better than how you found them. And I think regardless of what area you're in or what mm-hmm. you do in life, if you can apply that, then. I think you're going to be okay. Well, because I'm going to confess something to you. I don't know how this is going to go. And please understand where I'm coming from when I say this. Oh, I'm listening. Whenever we were younger, I don't know who. Well, actually, no, I do know who. But I'm I'm just not going to say names. I was actually taught to not like you. (laughs) Do do you know where I'm coming from? (laughs) Yes. You do? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Not you. Yeah. Not you. But for some reason, when the environment we grew up in... I don't know why the formula was to hate each other. Sure. Yeah. To, to me, anyway. Mm-hmm. And and every time I would see you again, because you were a great leader, and I feel like I have that instinct inside of me. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, you know, like yeah. if it, it formed like a competition. No, one hundred percent. And and it ruined me because you know how many times I wanted to get close to you or close to someone else, and I was like, you know, how did you help me out? How mm-hmm. did you do this? How did you do that? But instead. I was more like, yeah, I don't want to be like this rude, but like, fuck this guy. Right, right. You know, no, like, I, and I, I cannot tell you how much I, I respect you for being uh, vulnerable and open like that. Because yeah. uh, I think we, yeah, 100%. And it's, it's a very toxic environment to grow up in. Uh, but you're not the only person, which is so crazy to me, because again, just to kind of reference what we were talking about earlier, we all have this imposter syndrome where it's just like, there's no way I'm the person because in my yeah. mind I'm so little. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm this undocumented little immigrant who doesn't know anything. Who literally graduated high school. I don't have a college degree. I, you know, so it's just like, who am I? You yeah. know, and so it's so funny in a in a just a not in a haha comedic way, but it's just like to see that when we look back, this is how people viewed me, and it's just like that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, but no, I, 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 you never, fig- you I like never figured a- that out. I mean, you never knew. I mean, yes, because people would, I, you know, just, you kind of hear about it and yeah. gossip and whatnot, but, uh, I, I've, I've been, I'm pretty calloused, you know, with things like that. And so, um, I'm also very just dynamic. I like to break the rules if I, not just for the sake of breaking rules, but if I see, and I know that there's going to be a better way, yeah. you know? And so, um, even if I stayed in the church, I feel like I still would have been that very controversial person where it's just like, sure, no, I, I hear you, 
but what if we do it this way? Yeah. Well, that we've never done it that way. We do it this way. It's like, no, that's what I'm saying. I hear you. I get it. And I think that that was a, um, a threat to, I think the older generation of, of, uh, that raised us, you know, yeah, our, yeah, mentors yeah. and whatnot, is that uh, times were changing faster than uh, <laughs> and they would like. Then they were able to catch up with, yeah, you yeah. know. And I think the age of, you know, uh, worship, you know, or or learn this Bible verse, like, yeah, I'm going to learn it, but why? It's like they're not accustomed to that, mm-hmm. and so, um, no, I, 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 I don't, I'm kind of lost on. That. But I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun to hear it now. But uh, yeah, no. And and the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because obviously I'm no longer that person. Right, right, right. But uh, without thinking about it, you do look at the people back that you grew up with, or the people that you grew up around, and you're like, oh my god, how do I do it to break this cycle of a thought that was never mine? Right. And how do I get to a place where how can I tell this person? Per se, I'm sorry without telling you what I was thinking. Right. Because, I mean, it was just, it was just never, I wasn't the kind of, back then, I wasn't that kind of person to talk. Right. Now, obviously, (laughs) I talk maybe a little too much, but it it was just, I I, I wanted you to know that you were admired. Yeah. But there was a lot of us that couldn't tell you. And, and I'm I'm not saying that like to kiss your ass just because you're on the show. I have literally fought with myself, and I have friends that can, you know, vouch for me. Like, how do we do this, man? That man, we just wanted to be closer to each other, but we couldn't. Like, yep. and I don't even know what the problem. Well, yeah, I know what the problem was, but I, I don't know that I had the voice back then yep. to say, "Dude, like, seriously." Yeah, you know. No, I mean, but you do now, and and so yeah. to me, it's it's just I think it's a lot more impactful now. Yeah, because we have years to look back at and uh, to kind of reference a, you know, I just heard your most current episode Mm -hmm. and I I related, man, so much. And to realize that our uh, there's a saying in Spanish, which goes uh, unidos por la misma lucha. So it's like our struggles really were not that different, you know, and if, if we were if we had the liberty to discuss our vulnerabilities, our weaknesses and our struggles, then you and I would have realized that we are a lot more similar than we think instead of yeah. seeing the things that I was better at, the things that you were better at, yeah. you know, because one thing I envy about you is just like you have li- literally the voice of an angel. And so it's just like I, one of the things that I remember today is you at, you know, youth camp singing, you know, the uh, and it's just like there is no way that sound is coming out of a person, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's just like. It's so funny because I've never told you that. Yeah. You know, it's just like we need to get in the habit of being okay or being comfortable not being perfect. Yeah. You know, or or like on Instagram we get to decide what we post. And I think in real life we just need to not be that. I think we just need to, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. Imperfections and all. And then you kind of realize and, and... Oh wow, we're a lot more similar than I thought we were. We kind of have the (laughs) same struggles and insecurities and that's what, you know... It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, I, mean, I hate it. Because I, I see both of us are here in the room and evolving into a thought that we knew we had, but it was never played out. Yeah. And and to realize that it's 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 a really serious problem. 100%. That we had. and I hate it because it's like you kind of, I I don't like to go into this world a lot, but the, the what if world, you know, where it's like, but you kind of have to question. It's like, man, what good homies could we have been if we yeah. would have just discuss it 10 years ago yeah 
you know, because I think what we've been in each other's lives, like off and on, very informally for a yeah. very long time. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> kind of bums me out, but at the same time, makes me very happy that we're talking yeah. about it now. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we're how old are you now? I'm 31. Okay, we're in our 30s, so yeah. we we got plenty of time. Yeah, to, I think you we know, do. to make up and and at a good age, I think. Yeah. I mean, better yeah. now than being 55. <laughs> like you remember back in the yeah. day. Well, 50 50 yeah. year olds don't sound like that. Well, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I will say though. I mean, honestly, and I I know. Uh, those who are truly your friends yeah. uh, and who are listening, you yeah. know, who have a common sort of background where we grew up in the church, like don't hesitate to reach out. Like I promise you, I want to connect as much as more now than yeah. ever, you know? And so, uh, because like I said, there's something about having a common struggle that unites us. You yeah. Know? And that's kind of what I want to share. So if you're listening, yeah, reach out y'all. I love you. It's never too late to yeah. say, Hey, you know, I admired you. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I always kind of try to look. I have the mind of a student. So everybody can teach me something, regardless of their age, uh, who they know, who they, they're, you know, where they land on society or, yeah. or what tax bracket, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have something to learn from, from anyone. So please, if you have something to teach me. Yeah. Give it to and me. same here. Trust me. it's it, uh, That was a hard thing to learn, though, to teach, to learn. But I think I'm at that point now. I, I do yeah. allow people to tell me, "Hey, you know, what what if you do just do this, or what if don't do that?" Or, yeah. and and after I learned to put my ego aside, yeah, I, I learned a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> do you have any regrets about about the way we, the way we grew up? Oh my gosh! Do you think it would have been different if you had not if we had not grown up? I I think that about way? that so much, and. And the reason why I'm asking is because you're now a father. Yes, I'm not. I'm not a parent. Yeah, but my fear would be as a father is to be. What can I do to my child's life mm-hmm. differently than mine? Yeah, and so unfortunately, that lifestyle that we had overpowered anything else. Sure, for me anyway. Like like I said, I just was not allowed to associate with anybody else. Right. So I was terrified of the human race. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Now I'm like, man, okay, if I have any children, I'm gonna be like, okay, you know what? Let's let's do this differently. Let's let's, you know, make sure your mental health is perfectly fine, yeah. you know, physical health is fine. Uh, but that did put me into perspective. Well what would I have done differently if I was my father? Right. You know? Uh regrets yes. I think there's things I look back at, you know, you you can't help but cringe. Yeah. But I've also learned to be a lot more forgiving with that guy. Because he didn't know, you know, so I'm not going to hold that guy to a higher standard yeah. uh, based off things he didn't know. Yeah. So I think whoever that was, uh, he was trying his best, I, th- I think, you know. And so, uh, oh, man, regrets, yes, and that, an insane amount. And I think we both probably have a lot of regrets because we hold ourselves to a very high standard. Yeah. And so it's like when we don't do things perfectly, you, again— Again, you know, you're a musician, so for you, it's just like, that's why you rehearse, Mm because you want to put out the best product. And so, there's things in life we can't rehearse. You can't rehearse being a 13-year-old. You just, you know, or 16, 15, whatever. And it's just just like, you're just trying to figure it out as you go. So, um, the thing is, growing up, uh, you kind of learn what not to do, how not to lead, how not to talk to your kids. And uh, luckily, I I was very, very uh, blessed to have a very... uh, just dynamic uh, mom, you know, so uh, 
very on today's <laughs> uh she would be categorized as very like liberal mm-hmm. you know so um i i love that about her because yeah. it kind of uh i took that i appreciate that yeah about people that have allowed themselves to grow out of a cocoon yeah and because I, i'm still trying at mm-hmm. my age but it's terrifying yeah it's very terrifying to try something new and to try to have your own thoughts yeah it's terrifying no it's scary because it's like yeah. what if i'm wrong yeah no and yes that's exactly yeah. the thought you have every day like man what if i'm wrong or what if i am really just stupid yeah. or or what if you know but your gut's never <laughs> wrong and that that's where i land anyway at the end of the day I'm like yeah. you know what my gut's never wrong i i know what i know on the inside you know yeah. but i mean to to be able to be like in your words liberal like that mm-hmm. it's 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 admirable yeah yeah and and i i want that to be my my kids like my kids we have this sort of very dynamic like i i love that my kids are not as materialistic as i thought they were going to be i thought i was gonna spend a lot of money and it's like i want vans i want it's like they don't care yeah they do not care and one thing that i've val- uh, uh, i've learned the hard way is that they value time significantly more than they do monetary okay you know it's just like yeah, they'll get the newest game system. Sure, they'll have this, but it's like, yeah, but what's the point if I don't have you, you know, mm. or or me? And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, um, no, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe my biggest regrets is probably I, I wasn't educated enough to probably ask the right question, you know. Um, but or or did I that I didn't listen and and we kind of choose to learn things the hard way yeah. unnecessarily. So. That would probably be it. And learning to be vulnerable sooner would have been nice. Would have saved me years of heartache. And, yeah. Uh, and learning to forgive myself, you know, yeah. for just your past mistakes and just, like, let it go, man. Yeah. It's it's Yesterday's heavy. Put it down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. My mind took me somewhere really quick and I came back. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you were saying uh, you were a doctor. You are a doctor. Yes, recipient. yes, correct. Okay, yes. how was that experience for you? Um, I mean, you, I, I, I kind of always knew, um, but it, it, you kind of don't necessarily understand because I mean, our parents aren't, or at least I'll speak for myself. You yeah. know, college educated. You know, so it's just like these are blue collar folks who know how to earn a paycheck they live paycheck to paycheck and this is what they know they pay bills and mm-hmm. work and you die you know yeah. and so um oh, i was like okay that's gonna be my life and so you don't realize how many things you do not have access to until it's uh sort of time to mm. get a job buy a house get a job you want or get benefits yeah. from your job and it's like what's your social for your health insurance like uh, uh what <laughs> you know so it's just like um I mean, it, it's challenging and, and you kind of, I had to learn, and this is probably a lesson that took me a long time to learn is to, to quit using that as a crutch, you know, where it's just like, I can't, man, I'm a DAC. It's just like, you, you got to stop. Uh, eventually that, it's like that gum you have in your, in your mouth, you keep chewing it over. It's like, it's out of flavor. Like, oh, no. so it, it's yeah. just like that, that yeah, was yeah. that excuse to me, which is like, you know what? No more. Like you can't rely on that. And so now it's just a matter of, uh, I've kind of shifted over to, all right, let me network. Let me find people who are in this same situation. Hey, how'd you get out of it? Mm. How, what do you do in this situation? And learning to be dumb, you know, which is like, I don't know. What should I do? Yeah. You know? And so, 
Uh, but yeah, that's been my experience. But it, when it comes to that, man, it's I typically do not tell people right off the bat uh, because I am more than a DACA recipient. I'm yeah. more than a dreamer. You know, I am a father. I'm a spouse. I'm a manager, a leader, uh, a mentor. Uh, I'm a son, a sibling. And so I am many things. And so I think sometimes people give one title or one aspect of their life so much weight. And this is all they are. You know, it's just like, no, we're, we're complex individuals. And yeah. Let's lean into every single thing that makes us special and complex. And so typically I, I don't tell people until we get to know each other real well that yeah. it's like, and it's not because it's something I want to hide, but I want them to see me as more than just an immigrant. You know, mm. I am this person just as complex as you are. Yeah. Uh, with all the insecurities that you feel, I feel them too. Also, this is my immigration status. Also, yeah. this is what I had to grow up with so that they see it as, oh, wow, I should vote this way because it'll help my friend. Yeah. You know? Instead of saying, I think people have a easy time separating. You know, it's like, oh, those are just immigrants. It's like, no, it's, I am yeah. those immigrants. You know, I am these people. So Right, right. No, because I, I, I actually grew up thinking it was a... I was actually discriminating myself. Yeah. I think. I think I, I selected myself out before even people did it. I was like, you know what? I kind of, what you're saying, I used that as a crutch. I really did. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? Whenever it was time to go to school, I, I did start. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, that's expensive. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? If I wanted to, I could probably work really hard if yep. I wanted to. And, and, and go back and, and, and be what I wanted to be, you know? And even still now, I can probably do that. But th that crutch was heavy. Yep. To me, anyway, that crutch was like, you know what? And especially when I did start telling people, because I hid it from a lot of people. Yeah. Until my senior year, I had to go to Seattle for a, a journalism convention. And I was like, how the hell am I going to get on the plane? <laughs> and I was like, okay, 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 okay. And I was like, I had a white teacher. So like, how am I going to explain yeah. to her in a way that she can understand? Hey, um, and I and I try to do it as, as simple as possible. Like, hey, um. I'm afraid of planes. Uh, I, I did. I was like, oh, really? hey, yes. I was like, I'm afraid of planes. And my stupid self, I was like, are we all allowed to take, I don't know why I said Midol. Midol is the pill for women during their <laughs> menstrual stuff. I don't know why I was thinking Tylenol. She was like, what? And she laughed her ass off, right? I was like, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Okay. She's like, why are you so nervous? You, I've never seen you nervous. I'm like, okay, this is my real question. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a state ID. How, how, it's like, oh, don't worry. All we need is your school ID because you're a minor and I'm the teacher. So I'm taking you. So even then, when I got on the plane, I was oh like, oh, gosh. hell, when I get to Seattle, I ain't going to be able to come back. Like, it was just such a fear. <laughs> Turn the plane around. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you that when I allowed myself to relieve, release that fear, I had the greatest time when I was over Good. there. I learned a lot. Good. But for a minute, that did stop me. Yeah. If I would have said, I can't. I would have missed it, and I would have been like, you know what, I, I'm not gonna go. Uh, whatever, whatever. You know, yeah. made an excuse, but you know, I did it, even though I was terrified. No, isn't that crazy? It's yeah. crippling. It's debilitating to have that over you. And I've just kind of, it's crazy how much weight was on you mm -hmm. until you finally get this like piece of plastic. Yeah, <laughs> because ultimately, it's like I was paying taxes the whole time. Right. You right. know, it's just like. People don't see that. Exactly. People don't know yeah. that. We do pay taxes. We just don't get a return. There it is right <laughs> there. And so it's just like, uh, 
the benefits are, are, are laughably low, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's just like, we're contributing to the system and what do we get in return? It's just like crumbs. And yeah. so, um, finally I'm at a place where it's just like, yes, I am contributing. I'm happy to contribute because yeah. I now know that I might get something in return mm-hmm. or at least that's the, maybe that's why they call it dreamers. Cause we just dream. So we stay dreaming, I guess. <laughs> I want to become reality. <laughs> Please, soon. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's kind of the, uh, the story on that. And yeah, I mean, you, you become so... Because it's funny. It, everything's just paper. It's on paper. You know, yeah. it's just like... Culturally, I'm as American as, as the next person, you mm-hmm. know? And so... But what does that even mean what, to be American? You know, so it's just like it means so many different things to so many different people. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I was just on this panel and they asked, you know, do you consider yourself first or second generation American? What does that even mean? You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, exactly. What does it even mean to be first or second generation? Because on paper, yeah, this is what I am. But yeah. in reality, I'm, you know, I learned English through King of the Hill and Sesame Street <laughs> in magic school bus, you know, so it's just like, dude, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Elma, help me. <laughs> you have no idea we should pay Elma how much he paid. <laughs> to me, I think what was worst was... It, you. I'm sure you have a different experience on this than I do. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if people are listening. I was terrified of white people. Yeah. I, and to, to be able to be, again, going back to being vulnerable, to tell you, hey, okay, how are we going to do this? My DACA hasn't arrived yet. For example, yeah. people don't know that struggle. Right. That you have to file an application. It takes, what, three-ish, it four months? To, now it takes a little, a little longer, I think. Yeah. But. Yeah. And, and and you have to sit there and wait, literally. That's the worst part. Thinking, what am I going to do if this doesn't come back? Yep. You have to restructure your whole life and to be like, okay, let's have a plan B. And and there's people that are like, why are you worried about that? Like, but, just you already sent it. Move on. Like, n- that's just not how it works. Yeah. Like in reality, that is not how it works. Right. Because if something happens and this doesn't come back to me, I really do have to restructure my life. Yeah. And people don't think about that. People think, oh, I don't know. We're just, you know, yeah. you're fine. You know. No, the question. I mean, I I'm sure you get as much as I get all the time, which is, why don't you just apply for citizenship? Yes. Citizenship. It's like. You know, that's such a great idea. Why didn't yeah. I think it? it's like you you can't. Yeah. That doesn't exist. That's not a possibility, you know. So it's just like man. Yeah, and people have yeah, I get that all the time. Well, why don't you apply for citizenship? Well, why don't you uh apply for a green card? I'm like, uh, I could but there's a chance yeah. that if I don't, I'm gonna go back to a country that I've never been well, uh, I've been, but I haven't been there since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Wow. So I won't be able to make it Hell, I barely make it on the south side of Oklahoma City. <laughs> I don't know how I'll make it over there. Yeah. When I go to Feria Latina here around the corner, people look at me funny. Like, yeah. how the hell am I going to, you know? <laughs> I don't even think they have big and tall stores over there. <laughs> like, and, and people just don't get it. And it's frustrating. Yes. And yep. I mean, if, if we could have the simple answers to that, yeah. If I could do that, yeah, do no, you think I'll that, be struggling here? And that's why it requires us to sort of have these conversations uh, and a high, high level of empathy is required mm-hmm. to, you know, that's kind of the difference between um, sympathy and empathy. It's like, or so I've read, you know, where it's yeah. just like sympathy is uh, you feel bad for someone and empathy is you feel bad with someone, rather, mm-hmm. you know, or, or you're experiencing it with them. And so... Um, it's important to, okay, this is your struggle. Okay. Then what does that feel like? What would I, 
you know, feel like if I didn't have access to this or that. And it's like, no, it sucks. Okay, then. And that's why I think we need to be a lot more outspoken so that we have good people in our corner. Yeah. Yeah. But that again, going back to that uh, crutch, it cripples. So with me anyway, it crippled my voice. Mm -hmm. I was always terrified. Yeah. Like when people say, why don't you guys ever like protest or do this? Because if we do, there's consequences. Yep. Yep. It's not that simple for me to just make a decision that for you it's pretty normal. Right. For me, I have to think about it twice. Yeah. Some of us have kids, family members mm-hmm. that we will never see again. Do you get that? I mean, we've had, I've had family members that passed away on the other side that I can never say bye to. And people are just so quick to just say, rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and to me, that kind of just put a, a feeling of, anger mm-hmm. even though yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be angry anger it should be more like okay what am i gonna do about this yeah. w- what kind of people am i gonna hang around with what kind of uh, you know atmosphere am i gonna provide from now on yeah you know because people think of us still mm-hmm. as illegal immigrants yeah and we are not it's wild yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it's it's like even the people on my team it's just like you know it's just like wow you realize i've paid more taxes than you have Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a citizen, yeah. Let alone a resident, right? And you know, it's just like, God, okay, we got some work to do. We yeah. still have work to do. So, I don't know, man. It's it's fingers crossed. I, I I know it sounds really cheesy to say, but it's like really what we have now is is hope that the people who are sort of in power and have a louder voice in us sort of speak up and. We're just kind of in the background, just cheering and, and, you know, of course we're advocating, knocking on doors and and sharing whatever on social media. But at the end of the day, you can't help but feel powerless. But I know someone will probably hear and comment. Well, actually, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I hear you too. (laughs) I I get it, you know, and I I love that that's where the energy's at. Uh, But let's be angry about that thing instead of at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, nowadays. And I was talking to this with a friend that, um, we recorded this episode, mm-hmm. but I never aired it because I got I got kind of a little heated, honestly, yeah. to be honest. So I can bring it up with you because it's never going to air. But we we're talking about how now it's even really terrible to even have your own political opinion mm-hmm. without getting shunned right. or without getting, um, quote unquote, even blacklisted from your friends or, sure. or, or say, oh, you think this way? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yep. How, how do you deal with that? So I... Here's the thing, man, is is I have diff- friends from different walks of life, and um, I've dealt with people who have significantly diff- different political stances. But I have to, just because I hold myself to that standard where I am more than just my immigration status, um, so are they. And I think the other side, the thing is, the extreme opposites, the left and right, those are the most outspoken, and we confuse that for numbers. Like, we think that because they're louder, there's more of them. And there's really not. There's a lot of people Mm -hmm. in the middle. And those are sort of the people that I like to have conversations with because they, I think, come from a very sincere, you know, place. Yeah. And so, again, you know, what are your struggles? Oh, funny. Those are my struggles, too. And that that is what unites us you know and so um i mean man currently i have friends who have complete opposite stances of what i have on you know you name it you know so it's just like but i have to realize that they are more than just that and for me it's it's and i know for some people can be tiring to have to be the teacher but that's my passion 
is to teach and to empower and to grow and to force them to evolve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so it's just like, hey, five years from now, do you want to be seen as this fossil of a person where it's like you have to grow and you have to evolve? And so I find myself, you know, with that, it's like, what of my beliefs or stances is becoming outdated, mm. you know, and, and yeah. or is becoming stale, you know, and I, I surround myself with people who frankly, most of the time disagree with me just because it'll either beef up what I already believe and make it stronger because I have to defend my stance or, you know what, that is actually a really great point. Let's, let's talk about that a yeah. little more. Um, I think that answered the question. Maybe. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's just hard to be, Heard, yeah. Period. Because a lot of people already have a pre idea of who you're supposed to be. Yeah. So then people assume, you know. And to be honest, and I'm not trying to insult us, but a lot of people see us as just stupid people. Yeah. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, okay. No, some of us are. Are we know what we're saying? Yeah. And no, and that's the thing. It's just like we're the silent uh, majority. Mm-hmm. It really, it's just it's like. And that, that's becoming such an annoying stance because it's like all these things are happening around us because the minority, you know, opposites of, of the political spectrum are the ones who are being louder. And they're the ones making choices when it's like when it's affecting the majority of the people. And yeah. so it's like we, we're just, as you said, we're just lazy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> get our ass up and, and get uh, to yeah. work. Yeah. So. And, and, and again, it is terrifying, though. So I do understand the people yep. that don't, you know, make mm-hmm. a stand or that don't um, voice their opinion. Yeah. Because you're used to not having yep. one. You're used to just kind of hiding in the shadows yep. and, you know. Yeah. And that's, and really that's why for me, like, I don't go to, you know, uh, protests or rallies just because I don't know that that, that is how I can make an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I rather just affect this current generation who's about to, to become voters. You know, or, and I know you don't necessarily talk about politi- politics mm-hmm. on your, but I, I won't, you know. No, bring it up. Say what side. No, not, not even it's anything specific, but, you know, I'm not going to say vote this way or don't vote this way, but everyone has a voice. Use yeah. it. Use it. I promise you. It, it, it does affect. And, you know, I have currently in my life uh, about four people who will vote exactly the way I tell them to, you know. And so it's just like, okay. Now, if someone else who has sort of the same stance as I do or the status, I'm sorry, can also get four people. Okay, that's eight people. So two people count for eight. But, you know, so it's just like yeah. we have to maybe work in different ways. We have to be smarter yeah. uh, about it. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean we have to be out there, but we have to do our homework too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's, that's – you got to open books, man. You got to read news. You got to – you got to – you got to be educated, man. Yeah. 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 So. I think especially a lot of us – <laughs> we're lazy again yeah. going back to that and uh, honestly if you get your like stats and your information from telemundo or like you know <laughs> univision or whatever or even cnn or whatever yeah and you don't do your own research yeah. then we're all stuck yeah because then anything's going to maneuver you to believe what they want you to believe yeah. so you have to do i mean your own like you said your own research but you have to be passionate enough to say okay what am i gonna do in my lifetime to change yeah we grew up without having all these resources. Yep. We did not have any of this mm-hmm. to be able to... When I had to do a book report, I literally had to take my ass to the library, 
look through the little Rolodex and find yeah. myself a book. No, I mean you're not you're not wrong. And and they were saying how there's more technology on your phone now <clears throat> than there was on the whole spaceship that took the astronauts to the moon. Yeah. And so and they had to figure it out. And so that's kind of the thing where that's the problem with having so many sources of mm-hmm. information. It's hard that by the time you catch up and fact check it, it's too late. You've already absorbed it. You yeah. know? And so it's it's a good problem to have because you have access to information. But I, I feel like never as, you know, uh, uh, the world – I hate to say this because I – for lack of better words, like has the world been dumber? Yeah. You know, it's like we have access to Every encyclopedia you can think of. Mm-hmm. And we're just spewing misinformation endlessly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. This is, not what this is what's shaping us. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, this, is, this wasn't what, uh, what was supposed to happen. So. Yeah, it's almost terrifying. It's almost like... Oh, it's scary. Uh, is this really what we're going like, to right. depend on, you know, yeah. from now on? It's like, again, excuse me, going, again, going back to that, we're just, we're lazy. Yeah. But how do we get out of that? Besides, obviously, getting out of your ass and doing the yeah, own research. I mean, but it, how do you change so that kind of generation? I was sort of kind of just, man, I, uh, accountability. I think one is you have to hold people accountable. And I think, you know, even I'll use my children as an example. It's like, hey, clean your room or this is going to happen. It's like, and then nothing happens. And they're like, why would we clean our room next time? when You, right. see, you know, so it's like, I think we actually have to start holding the next generation accountable for uh their lack of action you mm-hmm. know or but honestly man it, and he, we find ourselves in a really weird spot because we grew up in a time where we didn't have as much as access to the uh, internet mm-hmm. or information and this generation has only ever known yeah internet it, but the people who raised us have no clue hey will you log me back in because i locked myself out yeah. it's like quit <laughs> <laughs> you know and so it's just like you know, we grew up with a generation who raises who calls everything Nintendo. And it's yeah. just like, oh, my gosh. This yeah. is crazy. And so we are in a very weird situation Yeah, where we have to also still teach the older people who raised us. And now we have to teach a younger generation who thinks they know more than us. Oh, you that's know? so true. And it's just like, okay, shit. We have to fix both sides. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> This is why we're lazy. <laughs> Thinking about That's all too that. too much work. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I was trying to help my parents, like, pay their bills online. I ain't doing that again. Yeah. And we didn't even get through it. Like, just telling them <laughs> we needed an email. Do you have an email? I'm like, yeah. And then they gave me something on a piece of paper. I'm like, that's that's not that's not, that's not an email. <laughs> but it has to be done, though. Yeah. It, it really yeah. does have to be done, even though it's probably going to be annoying. But No, yeah. And... Uh, and I think I think the reason we have to is because that's going to be us one day. Yeah, you know, it's just like so. That's the part that scares me. What is it that about the future yeah. that they're going to be like, Tony? Like seriously, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like sit down. Yeah, <laughs> you did your time, right? No, I, I I am you know, and it's it's a fear as small as it is. It's still a fear of mine, you know, of of when will I become irrelevant? You know, and and that's. The thing about death is uh, not to get dark or anything, but I, I'm not necessarily afraid of, of dying. I'm afraid of not existing anymore, you know. And so mm-hmm. it's just like that's kind of the, the thing that really is is a little ominous. Where it's yeah. just like, dang it, I'm. When will I s- stop being relevant to my kids? Where it's just like, okay, dad, yeah, you don't you don't know what's happening. Yeah, you, know? you don't understand TikTok 8.0. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, yeah. So 
I don't know, man. But yeah, you're you're right. We do have a lot of work to do. I mean, it's just like one of those situations where your your house is so dirty, yeah. and you're like, you have so much to do, you don't even know where to start. So you so you don't. And I think that's where our generation is finding themselves at is that we have the economy to fix, we have climate, you know, and we have all these social issues that we need to fix, you know, whether it be you know women's rights or toxic masculinity, and it's on us yeah. to raise a better generation. But it's also on us to teach the older generations like, hey, <laughs> that is old information. Yeah. You know, so so I think sometimes it's turns out easier. the moon is not made of cheese. <laughs> yeah, we found that out. So <laughs> yeah. it's not made of cheese. Oh man. They were asking why it was in a wedge one time and then you know, all of a sudden it was a whole no. Okay. Tell me this. All right. Tell me something that nobody knows about you. I have I mean, I have quite a few different social circles oh my god it's hard to think about yeah i mean because every circle knows different things about me and i mean i'm the same person in everything but yeah yeah um oh my gosh i don't i don't know i'm a pretty open book i'm sure as as the conversation goes i'll, I'll think of something but okay are you a musician you're not are I'm you not a musician i wish i was man if I had to pick an instrument, I think that the keys would be my go-to. Really? Uh, R&B and jazz are probably my favorite. I don't favorite. know why I thought you were a musician. My wish. Who am I thinking about? Another Charlie. No. <laughs> You're the only Charlie I know. <laughs> I could have uh, sworn you were. Yeah. No. I wish I was. How the hell did my mind made that up? Now I'm worried. Let's see. I mean, I have quite a few tattoos. I, I really don't. I have like four or five, I think. But... um. That's not something people don't know about you. I mean, unless no. they're in a place where nobody can see, but your wife. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, I've got one on my back. Yeah, but uh, no, I I'm honestly a very very open book. Uh, I am a lot more poetic than I I lead people to believe. I think people just see me as this like you know whatever. It's like God, oh, this cool guy. It's like no, nah, man, I'm a lot more sentimental. Uh, then I lead people to believe, and that is something I'm trying to like sort of break, you know, uh, saying I love you more, you know, to my kids. I tell them every day, yeah, three or four times a day, you know, we weren't at least I wasn't told that, you know. See, I was thinking about that the other day because I don't know if it was just my cold family or all Hispanic families. I think it's the majority. Really? Yeah, the majority just don't, you, you just don't talk about that. You just don't. Why don't you think we do that? Um, because I think it makes you look vulnerable and vulnerability equals weakness and weakness equals, uh, you're not able to be strong and all these things. And I realized that that is such a toxic way of viewing things. Yeah. yeah and it's just like, my kids is, that's their natural. They just tell me they love me all the time, you know? And it's just, just like, man, I really, I missed out on telling yeah. my mom I loved her more is it weird for you to tell them now my kids or my siblings no your siblings are like 100 percent. it's weird yes really yeah uh not because i don't i do but every time i do it's still very it's still a foreign concept you know and i hate that i hate that i do it still you know i still do it you know yeah yeah yeah. it's like but you kind of try to play it off as like hey love you guys you know it's just like why don't you just hey i love you yeah, you know, and give him a hug, and and for us, it's that's we just weren't raised that way, yeah. you know, which is so crazy because, not to go back into religion, but it's just like that is what is sort of at the core of religion is love and love and love, and we can't even tell each other we love each other, you know. It's just like it's always about God loves you, God loves you, 
someone else loves you. And it's like, well, why don't you tell me? You, love, you know, I, what you think is, it's, well, let it out. No, <laughs> say it. Which I think is, it's hard for me. Yeah. Because to me, the higher being that I think I know, mm-hmm. it's not at all mm-hmm. what we've been taught. You know, what's so funny, man, is that even in the denomination we grew up in, every single individual had a different image or version of who they think God is or mm-hmm. who believe, who they believe God is yeah, or was or will be. And it's like what I think God looks like. Or what I believed, you know, back when I practiced is different than what you, you know, it's, it's so crazy, you know, and, and so I kind of blows my mind. It annoys me. Yeah. It annoys me because, God, I don't want to keep, because I, I feel like I say this in every episode. I really do. But I feel like it literally ruined my life yeah. because in, in, a, in a stance where they tell you. Okay, you have to be able to do this because if not, the equation at the end is going to come out to this, yeah. right? See, I'm the kind of person that, okay, let me raise a question. Yeah. I got so much hate because I would ask so many yeah. questions. And I don't know if you ever did ask questions or not because we All were taught time. to not ask questions. I got myself in a lot of trouble. And to this day, when people approach me, hey, you know, how are you doing? Yeah, da, 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 da. You know, you need to go back, and and, and uh, they would say, you know, you need to go back to the Lord. I'm like, okay, that you just aggravated me. Yeah, not because <laughs> I don't appreciate your concern, but because where your concern came from is something different. Right. It came from a different perspective that that just annoyed me because it took me back to those moments where, for example, I asked my Sunday school teacher, "Hey, um, so I have this issue." What happens if I kill myself? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to hell, bitch. That's what happens. You yeah. kill yourself, you're going to hell. Well, why? Right. Pro- prove prove that to me. Right. And they're like, oh, well, this says this and this and that. Okay. That still doesn't answer my question. Yeah. And it, it doesn't take away the itch that I had. But instead of, let's figure it out. Yeah. I got really like in trouble. Yeah. You know what? You're a troublemaker. You're just going to have to go to the office at the end of the service or whatever. And we're gonna, you just, you're not gonna be able to participate. Yeah. I was like, oh. So I wonder if I should just shut up from now on or if I should just raise more questions because that just built more questions to me. And I feel like for a lot of people, asking those questions feels illegal to them. Like, why, why can't we? And I've come to find out now. And it's been controversial when people ask me, Tony, do you still consider yourself a Christian? I'm like, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Because to me, Christianity focuses on what I've been taught, one thing. Yeah. To me, I really take a lot of things from a lot of different religions. There was a moment where I was reading into Buddhism uh, and this other religion or the Catholicism, whatever, whatever. And I took something out of all of them. Yeah. Because ours had a lot of holes on it. Ours had so many holes that you're like... Oh, okay. And honestly, it made me really annoyed and it made me just so frustrated yeah that the fact that i wasn't even allowed to voice my opinion and 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 again i don't want to keep because i really do feel like i say this a (laughs) lot but 
I was just recently interviewed someone else and they were like, Tony, you just, you can't get mad at yourself because that's just, that was your nature. You know, you were basically, you know, brought up in this place where you had no say what you thought yeah. until you gained conscience of what you were doing. You know, but at that time, I think it was too late. Because yeah. at that time, when I actually had the courage to say something, I was in my late 20s. Wow. The hell, Tony? Like, Man. but because for so long, I was under, especially, you know, scrutiny because of who my parents were, but I was in the public spot. You know how many times I got on the microphone? And I'm going to admit this to you. You know how many times I wanted to get on the microphone and say something really crazy that I did not? I don't know if you ever had those moments. I I have those moments now with social media. Yeah. Where I just want to say, like, bro, just shut up. Yeah. Please just shut up. Because, so I'll I'll tell you just very briefly, um, since we're kind of on the topic of religion and spirituality, is... Mm -hmm. So I grew up in the uh, very highly conservative, uh, like a Pentecostal style. Uh, you and I kind of grew up on the same one, but mm-hmm. not to name any denomination yeah. names. Um, extremely conservative. And so, um, and I think everyone always kind of has this um, contest of who can be more spiritual, who can be more religious, oh, yeah. who can be, you know, I'd wear this. And it's just like, okay, whatever. And so I've, I've read the Bible maybe four times cover to cover right and i know more about the bible now than most people do who are still in church Mm -hmm. and so it's like when i decided to leave i had a lot of questions and i wasn't upset and it sucks because very few people and by few i mean like two people uh who i grew up with reached out and said what's going on what's happening you know people who i i believed truly believe were my mentors you know didn't reach out to me and so I th- I do miss that sort of uh, brotherhood uh, that the church provided. I think that's the thing that really broke my heart the most is that the people who you thought had your back or were going to be there for you when I was going through sort of my deconversion, uh, you know, chapter in my life. Yeah. I, I felt alone because my wife stayed in church. My parents stayed in church. My siblings were in church. And so, and here I was, I was meant to be just sort of this evangelist and, and and charismatic leader and i just didn't want to be that you know and it, it sucks but um i don't know how we got into this but anyways uh let's keep going deeper uh yeah man it, it's it sucks that more people didn't reach out because i think they always sort of wanted the the easy way how can we evangelize someone who is just almost there you know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's why people didn't want to reach out to me because, like, what are we going to tell him that he doesn't already know? He well, knows the I was going to say that's the problem. <laughs> that I think we were only taught to reach out to drunks and drug mm-hmm. addicts, other than people that, who are already low and yeah. And in a way, it's kind of degrading. It's like, it's, well, because we know you're down there, we know you're going to believe what mm-hmm. we're telling you. But to someone that's normal, how do you go and give what they would call the good news to a rich person yeah. that has everything in yeah. the world has never wanted? So it's like. Okay, so whenever, because well, whenever I left, people did not reach out to me, but I think because they were afraid of me, <laughs> because for a moment, I got really aggressive. How long have you been out of the church, if you don't mind me asking? Um, uh, originally, uh, what was that, 2012, 2013? Oh, wow. It's kind of around, around yeah. the same time I... I so yeah, cause a lot of us left at the same time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 
But I mean, if they didn't take that as a sign, I feel like. <laughs> Who started this trend? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Because all of a sudden, we were all gone. Yeah. It was. It happened like overnight. But when whenever I left, I left because I was just destroyed. Yeah. I, I was destroyed. And I'm glad that not everybody had that experience. Yeah. Good for them, but it's sad because it was meant to be a safe space, a space that you could, you weren't supposed to be judged. There was only one person judging you or one, yeah, I mean, which was God, you know, and so it's like, he will judge me. But Mm -hmm. when, well, again, what was supposed to be a safe space turned out to be a lot more toxic than it needed to be. And I I don't want, you know, anyone listening to misconstrue that or confuse that with that's why i left the church because mm-hmm. of the people i didn't no I, I have my different reasons and uh which if you're actually curious reach out to me i'm yeah. more than happy to have coffee i love coffee yeah i will sit down and chat and i will talk about religion all day every day and i'm not upset i'm yeah. not bitter because i do know how to forgive mm-hmm. you know and i do know how to forgive myself mm-hmm. and i used to be angry well, let me rephrase that. I, I used to be hurt mm-hmm. because, again, these were the people who said they had my back. And now they just pray for you. And it's just like now they probably don't even pray for me. Well, mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. so it's just like, what happened? Yeah. You know, it's just like because I think with people like you and myself, it will actually take work. Yeah. They'll actually have to study. Do something. Do some yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like, man. But wouldn't that be satisfying if you got someone like us to go back to church? Mm. Which I'm not saying. I mean, it's not an open invite. You know, I'm not going to go. But <laughs> disclaimer: No, no, this is not. No, God. My dad opened his church in 20. What are we? 2021, 2019, mm-hmm. 2018. So I kind of had to go back because it was. Oh, this is going to sound really fucked up. Say it. It was a family business. So I was like, okay, I have to go back. I have to show my face. And I remember the day I, mean, I remember the day we left our previous to, to go to the new one. Yeah. I had obviously I hadn't gone in like what five years. My father was like, Hey, they're gonna say bye to us. Come, you just show your face yeah, and then yeah. we'll leave. Formality. Like, yeah. I regret that. I re- I really do regret that. Cause I think that day so and this is what the thing is is that they give their unsolicited opinion without your consent so you have no choice either to be rude and say okay i i I really don't want to hear you but that's considered highly rude or i'm gonna take it but i'm gonna suffer the consequences later because then my overthinking ass is gonna go home and think about everything every one of them said and whenever again same thing that happened to you. Whenever I left the first time, I was still a leader in the church. Yeah. I was still Oof. up there. People never knew that I left. Yeah. So whenever I did, one person reached out to me and he was like, hey, I heard about this. Is this true? And I was like, mommy, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Man, like, you know, I respect you, Tony. Yeah. Like, thank you, you know, but I can't sugarcoat it. I was like, okay. Get to the point. Well, he did. He was like, well, you know, you're going to hell. And I was like, oh. Well, you could have said that over text. Like, you didn't have to. <laughs> but at, at the same time, it was like bittersweet because I was appreciative that one person yeah. reached out. But again, I think it was because people were so afraid of me. Because towards the end, 
I got really aggressive, especially and that part I do regret that I let my emotions take over. Yep. And I shouldn't have because I still had the microphone <laughs> to speak in front of the public. So they were like, oh, you know, let, what do you want to say? I remember this last youth event. They were like, hey, what do you want to say to the youth? I was like, uh oh. I don't think that's a good idea. Like, don't, I don't want to talk about this because I was already going through my struggles alone. Yeah. So in front of everybody, I had to keep, you know, a professional, you know, face and, oh, okay, everybody, God bless you, go home and, you know, we'll see you next summer. And that's not what I was going through on the inside. Yeah. And on the inside, I was like dying. I was hoping I could yell out to somebody and be like, okay, half of y'all, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep my cool. And even now, and, and you, recently what was it like four five years ago when yeah when my dad opened his church one of the other pastors approached me still he was like hey i heard you know your dad's gonna do this and that i'm like yeah i guess so you know and he was like well that's stupid i was like why and that completely shocked me like why well because this and this and that and i was like oh that is the first time i've ever cussed out a preacher a pastor I was like, well, fuck you, man. Like, I don't see you, you know, because my dad has a different mentality, which yeah. he gets hated on a lot. I was like, you know, like, bro, like, how are you going to? Okay. But I, I I, do have to learn to detach myself from that angle because now, which I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. I'm meeting new people from all walks of life. Yeah. And I've learned to appreciate the people that I'm meeting now, and I'm like, man, I wish I would have met you when I was in high school. Like, seriously, like us. Like, yeah. I wish we would have talked back then. I, yeah, that's. I had the exact same thought. And maybe saved ourselves maybe a lot of heartache to 100%. be able to say, dude, I understand you, you know? And But now I'm 33. I'm yeah. a little older than you. I just told everybody my age. Dang it. And, and I'm barely learning right now. But But you're learning. Yes, but you know what's terrifying about that? It's going to sound totally messed up, but I feel like physically I'm 33, but mentally I'm 23 mm-hmm. because my brain froze from the time. Yep. You're stunted. Now. Yes. So I'm mean, imagining you're a therapist for real. But Bro, no, I mean, I was gonna, like, you have to give yourself a little more grace, yeah. a lot more grace, you know, where it's just like judge yourself, not just by your actions, but by your intention. You yeah. know, it's just like, I tried my best. And I, I, that guy didn't know and he was trying to figure it out. And so I th- have fun with it, man. You're making new mistakes and, and enjoy it, learn yeah. from it, develop. And, and, and this is why, you know, you asked the question earlier is, is, do you have any regrets? What, what could have been, you know, I, I asked myself, what could have been if I wasn't in church? Well, I have two, ch- two children, two boys, they're nine and 11. We're about to find out, mm-hmm. you know, because, I'm going to give them the upbringing I wish I had in terms of mental health. Is it okay? Is it okay for men to cry? You know, 100%. You know, if my kid, any, any of my boys has come out as queer, it's like, cool. I, that you still need to do the dishes. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, um, I want them to not even have the reason to come out. You know, it's like, because they'll never have to hide. Mm-hmm. And so, Okay, then let's put it to the test in who I could have been had I grown up without all this weight. Okay. Uh, And it's funny when you know you're in the good old days because very rarely do you get to like 
normally we are always like referencing, oh, those were the good old days. Yeah. But I actually know I'm living in, in them. Yeah. Know? And so uh, I'm savoring it. It's like when you, when you're dreaming and you, you become lucid, you know, you're dreaming mm-hmm. and you get to do all the crazy shit. You get to fly. And it's yeah. like, I'm in that. I so. think, which is sad. And honestly, that the good old days were, they were good for that moment was because we were not living in reality sometimes. Yeah. And, and that's to me the, the coldest thing about it that, because I'm, I asked you that question about the regrets. Because I asked myself that question recently. Yeah. What was your answer? I was like, "What would I? What would my answer? I do have a lot of regrets. Not the way certain things came up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't regret that. I regret how I responded to them <laughs> because I feel like in the position that I was, I saw a lot of injustices." A lot, which I wish I could have said something back then. I wish I had had the courage to stand up for the the things that I saw. And I not that I pretended not to see, but I was like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, no, you're, you're tripping. You're seeing stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so you move on. So now I wish I had had that courage that I, I feel like I have now to be able to to say something, you know, to, hey. That's not right. That's yeah. not cool. That's not that's not even biblical. Move on, dude, you know? But I mean, at the same time, like you said, I don't regret it because yeah. I probably wouldn't have the courage I do have now. I probably yeah. would have been destroyed now and Right. And know, no, and I mean, it would have been backwards. And that's why like and you have to think about it uh, 5 years from now. You're going to be so proud of the things you're doing now. And that's and be forgiving, man. You have to forgive yourself for the things that you you probably felt that that's okay yeah. like it, allow yourself to be human allow yourself human error you know and so um again just to kind of reference what we were talking it's like that's what unites us is your struggle was also my struggle mm-hmm. and it's like wow we're really not that different are we you know mm-hmm. and so it's kind of it's kind of bonding yeah to know that man we really should have these conversations significantly more often because mm-hmm. we'll real, realize that we all have the same insecurities and doubts and second yeah. thoughts and so yeah it's kind of sad and kind of special in a way you know but i mean i i and, and i'll say this in your defense i think you're making up for it you know all the times you didn't speak up well you're speaking up now and yeah. you're speaking on a megaphone you yeah. know it's just it's like oh you will listen yeah you know i'm very uh tactful when it comes to communication and people will kind of question five hours later it's like wait did he just did he insult me you know and so it's just like uh, I love debating. I'm yeah. very argumentative. I'm very combative, but not in a way where it's like I degrade. I don't. Yeah. I don't like to do that. I don't like to bully. I don't like to degrade, but I love to debate. I like yeah. to like to have conversations. And so we should uh, normalize that, by the way. We should. To we be should. able to say something without yeah. assuming I'm trying to offend you. Because at the end of the day, frankly, I still want to have a glass of wine with you or, yeah. or share, uh, or as I say, break bread, mm-hmm. you know? And I, because. You are more than that, mm-hmm. and I am more than my stance. You know, mm-hmm. just because I am not religious or spiritual, and you are, doesn't mean that we can't pull in the same direction. Yeah, you know, do you want a better world for the next generation? Yeah, hey, me too. Then let's do that. You mm-hmm. know, and so uh, I think that's that's definitely has to be sort of the game plan. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think I'm at that point where even recently I've been reaching out to. If I can say people from our generation, yeah. the people that we grew up with, mm-hmm. I'm reaching to them out now. Coincidentally, when I was reaching out to you, I was like, "Hey, you know, da da da." Some of them reached out to me, so I'm like, "Hey, hey, I'm I'm seeing this. 
I am really, some of it would say surprised, but some of like, you know, I, I have no idea this is how you thought. Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, thank you. I, I, don't, yeah. know, I don't know how else I can take it. I, I'm not good at taking compliments, to be honest. <laughs> but but it, it's uniting old friendships that, again, like us, we're, we're making pavements now mm-hmm. to say, okay, from now on, let's not allow that to happen to us again, no matter what what tries to destroy that path right because now we're both going to a, a path of greatness right you know and whether we keep on it that's mm-hmm. up to us yeah it's not up to anybody else you know so i mean what are we gonna do about that so i'm reaching out to all these people like hey i've recently apologized to somebody that i insulted in 2012 and i'm like hey do you remember this day blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. i am really sorry because what I said to you that day was, and this is not an excuse. Yeah, it's not me. I think that was somebody that was pre-structured for me. So I was like, I'm really sorry. Not only because I said something that was insulting, but because I was not there to help you heal. Yeah. Me as a person that I I would like to think that I was there for the people that I guided. I wasn't there for you. Yeah. Like I'm really sorry. And he's like, you know what? I really thought he was going to insult me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to get cussed out. Listen here, you little. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. He was like, you know what? I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And it's terrifying because it's new territory for me. Sure. It's, it's brand new to me. To me, I'm barely able to say what I think mm-hmm. without feeling scared about it, you know. Yeah. But, um, I mean, listen, don't be scared of me. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> oh, be scared. <laughs> I'm just a little terrifying. I'm not that terrifying. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying. I feel like I'm trying. Anyway. I, th- I think th- that right there is is you're trying. Yeah. You know, it's like some people don't even bother to think about trying. You yeah. know, it's just it's like, that's what I'm saying. You got to give yourself a lot more grace than you currently are. Because yeah. I think sometimes you're so close to what you're doing that you mm-hmm. can't disconnect and look at yourself doing all these things. So. Yeah, oh, that's, that's impressive. I love that. Yeah, well, love that for us. <laughs> Here's to us. Yes, there <laughs> you go. Pour yourself some more. How's the wine? It's really good, actually. Good. Did okay. you get it from your place? No, no, I didn't. I actually stopped at a little thank wine, you wine shop. Um, that's you know, what's up. Since you are such a great host, I wanted to make sure that I'm a Aww, good thank guest you. and bring us a little bottle of wine. Believe it or not, I was supposed to do that. I actually always bring something for the guest, and and I was like, you know what? I'm I was having such a long day, and I meant to text you sooner. Good. And you're like, hey, what's the address? I'm like, okay, okay. I'm gonna reply with the question. Hey, I because I normally do bring a drink and a snack, uh-huh. so we can discuss. You know what we're gonna talk about. This is the first time I haven't done it, so I f- I feel boom. <laughs> boom. There you go. I owe you. I really do. No, you don't. Now I've no. Uh, yes, I do. I've set the bar higher for your next guest. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> you have to up your game if you're going to be on this show and not just show up empty-handed. But no, yeah, my my buddy, a good friend of mine, his name's Charles. Uh, he and I will go through bottles, just having conversations, conversations, yeah. conversations. So a little grape juice. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. No, 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 no. So what do you, what do you and your wife do for fun? Um, so we, um, just are kind of trying to teach our kids that we rather invest in experiences rather than anything else. So if it means traveling, if it means trying new foods, if it means 
whatever, mm-hmm. seeing a, a different site, something that you're not going to like, yeah, you can buy an expensive souvenir, but it's going to be under your bed in three weeks. Like, you know, so it's just like, but that memory, mm-hmm. I mean, that's f- with you for as long as possible. Yeah. And so I'd rather that, you know, because most of the times what we reference are the good times we had, you know, and so it's like, remember that one time, blah, 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 it was so funny. We had such a good time and I'd rather give them that. Yeah. And so, but my wife and I, I mean, we love to eat. I mean, I'm in the industry, so I think by default, I, I kind of lean towards that. Do you judge other people's food? I, I don't, man. I, I <laughs> say the truth. No, no. I, I mean, honestly, here's the thing is my mom did, I will say she is probably the most hospitable person. That's where I learned my hospitality and how to be polite. And she could become a, a friend with anyone. Yeah. And that is her superpower. Yeah. She can strike up a conversation and become best friends with someone within 15 minutes. And she'll have them spilling their guts about their personal life. And I'm just like, that's incredible. I'm a witness to that. I don't think you remember this. Whenever we were younger, you invited me over to your house. We watched a movie. (laughs) But everybody decided to go out. I don't know for what to play soccer, which I'm not a soccer player. (laughs) So I was like, well, because I'm just going to stay in here. And your mom walked in, and she came to the table, and she was she she made cakes. Yeah, she, yeah, she was yeah. decorating a cake. She was like, "So, how are you?" And I was like, "I'm okay." You know, da, da, da. she was like, "Hmm, no, you're not." <laughs> I was like, no, no, I, I am, I am, I am. I just don't play soccer. She was like, "Hmm, I don't know how she did it. She got me to open up like within two minutes." Yeah, yeah. And to the ever since then, every time I would see her, she gave the best hugs. Yeah, she gave the best hug. <laughs> I was like, oh, and every time I would see her, I would probably literally like a toddler yeah. run and I would give her a hug. And so she was just the sweetest. She is no. the sweetest. Yeah, she is a sweetheart. And I, I do, uh, I'll just say this because, uh, but she, she, she actually moved to Mexico about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's been sort of a challenge to not have her around because it's, it kind of pauses, you know, where it's like, oh my gosh, you don't. You know, you don't have your mom now, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's alive and, and, and well and probably actually probably doing better than ever. Good. But, uh, yeah, no, it, she taught me to be very respectful. You know, it's like, uh, don't put salt on the food until you try it. You know, it's, it's like it's, it's rude to yeah. do that. Try it. And then if it needs salt, put it on. But it's like to say that your food needs salt before you've even tried it, it's so rude. Yeah. It's like, you got it. Yes, ma'am. You say thank you. you know, and so it's just like it's instilled in me to not – just be kind, yeah. but also to not be rude. And so if someone tries their best, puts f- food on a plate, even if it's not good, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Because I know this took effort. But when it comes to restaurants, though, I, I definitely absolutely do. <laughs> I knew you yeah. were earlier. Yeah. Come on. But when it's someone in their home, of course. Oh, well, no. No, of course grateful. not. But restaurants, I can't help but critique uh, steps of service, yeah. hospitality, uh, technique. Yeah. Um, timeliness cleanliness yeah. it's in your design i feel it's, like it's, you know i feel like I it's, can't it's turn part it of off. your blood yeah yeah, yeah yeah i can't turn it off and i mean i i love that about me and i also hate that about me because i, was gonna I say I, sometimes I, like, I just want to disconnect yeah because i feel like it'll be hard to enjoy a place when you see something wrong yeah you know like mm. i mean just the same goes for you i think it's like when you listen to a podcast like oh that's really good i listen to a lot me yeah. too and yeah. so it's like oh why that's a weird format you yeah. know it's just like when you're in your element you can't help but you know, praise and get feedback or, or form yeah. your own opinions on whether something is good or bad. Yeah. You know, but sometimes something doesn't need to be the best thing. You know, you just go because someone knows your name. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. That is okay. Yeah. Because yeah, so. I'm pretty sure, like, you being 
in the service industry, you do go look at the place. Hey, how can I improve? So yeah. you, know, you do have to go try out different places to yeah. be able to say, oh, we don't do that. Let's do that. Yeah. You know, or or use this tech, yeah. you know, technique or whatever. And it's great because a couple of people I've reached out like to consult, and which I'm like, I I don't, I can't. You know, it's like I. I have 24 hours a day, just like everybody else. And so it's just like, Hey, will you come in, you know, work here and, and we'll hire you to tell us what we should do better. It's like, as much as I want to, I want to make my home in quotation mark, you know, my restaurant, the best, even better and yeah. better and better. So that's kind of wild, but have you had a critic? Like oh, come all the in time. And eat? Yeah. And they wrote about you. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. How was that? Um, I mean, it's, the pressure though yeah but i don't know i yes but i think at the, at the end of the day it's just people you know and yeah. it's just like they also have to kind of sorry realize, it's outside oh, it's all good I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your stomach <laughs> uh it's just people you know and, yeah. and i i think i that's why i like to build uh that's why i like to build relationships mm-hmm. and network uh not so that people sort of write about you know, our food, but the people behind it, Yeah, you know, it's just like, we have a kitchen full of immigrants, you know, it's just like, just remember, it's like, these are the people working tirelessly to put beautiful food on a plate for you, you know? Yeah. And so you have the single mother who is your server. You have a dreamer or DACA recipient as the manager here, yeah. you know? So, um, there's more than just food on a plate, you know? And I think if you invited me for dinner, it's just like, it's more than just dinner. It's about the company, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of what we want to create is an experience for the guests. It's like, Oh, you're, you're a VIP. You're a food reviewer. You're a critic. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good for you. I'm going to treat you just like everyone else because we treat everyone else this way. And Good. so to me, it's just like, I, I've learned to get over that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I invite them, come over. If it's good, tell me. Yeah. But cool. It should be good. Yeah. If it's not though, tell me. Yeah, that's where. Well, that's what I really want to know. How can we improve? How can we grow? Kind of like look, being forced to look in a mirror. Yeah, you start seeing all the imperfections and things yeah. like that. Like, Ugh, okay, let's fix it up. Yeah, that idea that you just said though, I feel like I feel like you should do that eventually. I feel like you should do that to where you make yourself a conference for 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 not servers but for the service industry i yeah. can see you do that well i <laughs> that's so funny like not just for your restaurant like no, no, for no, no. other places to come and learn i can see that. yeah i mean there's even uh, i'm sure you and all your listeners have heard of the ted talk or tedx mm-hmm. um there's something similar that was uh being done before the pandemic which was uh the welcome conference and okay. one of my dreams was to be I guess that's one of those things where people don't know about me, not even like my wife. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I, one of my dreams is to be a speaker at this conference. Like I want to put in the work and put in the time and create such a dope restaurant and a great team yeah. and create great philosophies that I'm able to go and speak to other restaurant leaders in the nation, not just the state, but yeah, the nation yeah. and say, this is how you run a restaurant. This is how you treat a staff. This is how you lead. This is how you communicate. This is how you create an environment where, you know, one of my pet peeves, and I, I say pet peeves, but I mean, it makes my blood boil, is when men tell women, you should smile more, or you should smile. Oh, or it's yeah. just like, and I hate when leaders or managers do that to yeah. their staff. It's like, hey, you should smile more. It's like, what if, a crazy idea, what yeah. if we create an environment where they just feel happy, where they, you don't have to ask your staff to smile. You just, 
create an environment where they feel accepted yeah. and safe. And then they will give you the best version of themselves. And mm-hmm. I want to sort of create and break that cycle of the restaurant industry being toxic. Yeah. This soul sucking industry. Yeah. It's like, what if I can be the change? Yeah. And sometimes it feels like an ambitious goal and I'll never obtain it. But if I can create three other people, mm-hmm. then I've got, you know, a team yeah. and then they can create, you know, it's kind of like a multi-level marketing scheme that actually is good you know where it's like hey if you get three friends to buy into this yeah you know but it's like but this is it's just ideas these are philosophies that hey maybe we don't treat each other like shit you know so you think it's basic like sure yeah you thought but it's it's kind of that's the thing about like common sense it's not that common you know and and, or decency common Mm -hmm. decent it's really not that common so yeah i'm trying to force it upon the new generation. And that's why I'm so proud of where I am now, mm-hmm. where I work now, because they provide me a platform. Yeah. Hey, here's a stage to speak. What do you want? What do you want done? This? Okay. Let's do it. Let's push. So, yeah. So I had to, if I was like, man, if I'm not going to be a leader in the church, I have to be a leader somewhere. Yeah. And I have to, if I'm not going to be a teacher in the church, then it has to be in some way or fashion. I have to continue influencing. Yeah. So, I think yeah. the restaurant industry. Was Are you right. writing your stuff down? I I do have a lot of notes. Okay. Uh, yes, and a lot of it I repeat it so often that it's just kind of ingrained in me. But I, I think I I need to. Okay. Because one day it might be a book. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, yeah, I can see that. I was, that's why I was asking because I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is not like a really good thing that may start with a book, and then from yep. then you know. And I want to. A, yeah, I mean, but that it's. Right now, and I, I think I do need to break that about myself. It's just, it's just ideas. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, ah, man, sure, maybe one day. And it's like, how many, it's so crazy, it kind of blows your mind, where it's just like, how many great ideas just stayed on the bookshelf? You know, yeah. because people were just like, ah, no one will ever, you know? Yeah. It's like, man. But I don't, you can disagree. And the Brown community, I feel like we do not ask for help. No. It's hard to ask for help. Yeah. For me, anyway. You know, it, it's in addition to not asking for help, I think anytime we see someone in our community being successful, we always sort of like... It's a threat. You know, it's just like, yeah. why, 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 why? Why can't we just champion them and say, awesome, I'm happy for you. I support it. What can I do yeah. to continue your growth? Yeah. And it's like, man, I, why, you know? Yeah. I hate it. Because I was telling a friend the other day, when you grow, I grow. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. Yeah. Like if I see you succeed, that should make me happy. Yeah. It should be like, you know, but it is true. It, it feels uncomfortable to see the people grow yeah. at first, you know, but when you realize we're all going to end up at the same finish line, yeah. why not? Have and that's one of, been, been one of my favorite things that I've read. And I want to make sure my kids sort of learn this idea or this, I don't know, this belief, which is don't look at your neighbor's plate to see if you have more than them. Mm-hmm. Look at their plate to make sure they have enough. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, we're always in competition. It's just like, why do I need to have more than you? I Are you good? Do you have enough? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Awesome. Or you know what? Not right now. Okay, what can I do to make sure you do? Yeah. And and we have to shift our mentality to that being our default setting. Is, are you good? Are you okay? Uh, and I think that that's why we <laughs> are not as successful, especially our community, mm-hmm. uh, is that we're always in competition with each other. Yeah. And it's just like, how? We're never going to get out. When I started this process, I asked people for, I asked two people for help. Uh, I didn't get the help I wanted. And I was like, oh, it's okay. And, and I, I, 
I asked myself, not them, like, mm-hmm. why Why couldn't you just, okay, give me pointers. Believe it or not, somebody, in, a random person on YouTube is the one that helped me. Really? Oh, do this. You know, I recommend yep. you to buy this, this thing. Yeah. These kind of microphones. Don't buy these kind of microphones. You know, da, 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 da. And he walked me through the whole That's thing. That's awesome. A total stranger. Wow. Walked me through the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God. He made it so much easier. Because I wanted to do this three years ago. Yeah. But I don't know where to begin. And yeah. and for, luckily, I ran into him. And we still message each other now and then. Oh, that's know, Like, hey, how are you doing? What's the name of it? You know, I want to listen. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And and it's it felt encouraging. Yeah. And it felt great to be able to say, okay, okay, okay. I'm not doing this by myself. With yeah. A clueless mind. Yeah. You know? Do you have any favorite podcasts? Yes. I listen to a lot but I listen to a lot of true crime. Okay. So I listen to You're one of those, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I scare myself to sleep. <laughs> yes, I really do. I, I listen to I had him as a guest earlier, the spooky. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. I, 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 I listen to mm-hmm. them. I listen to the Mile Higher podcast. I listen to uh, Anna Ferris's podcast. Oh yeah, she's, she's great. Funny. Yeah, she's cool. And uh, Justin Long, I listened to his podcast. Oh, he has one. I yeah, didn't realize that. yeah. I just—he's really funny to me. And no, he is. He's, he's really entertaining. You know how I do the questions at the end? I got that from him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh really? That's yeah. Funny. Now I'm gonna have to listen. Yeah. Him. Listen. Okay. And and uh, I've I've got what I learned from them, and and but you know I'm I'm glad I'm learning, and I'm and more from that. there. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but going back to the thing, I can totally see you doing that. Well, I hope so. I hope I really do hope it eventually becomes something that is a thing mm-hmm. rather than just an idea that's yeah. just floating around in my head. So, For sure. But yeah. That requires work and work is hard. Work is <laughs> <laughs> effort? <laughs> no, of course not. Le- sleepless nights. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I want to be able to look back and just be proud. You know yeah. of of the things that I did, yeah, the actions and and the two children that leap behind after I'm long gone. You know, it's yeah, like I did the best that I could. Yeah, you know, and my my dream isn't to be a millionaire. My dream is not that. I think that is for some, and that's great. I support that. That's cool. Yeah, but mine isn't that. Mine is to leave better people. Yeah, you know, and if I can leave two men who are better than me, I I did my part. Yeah. You know, and then they can leave better. You know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I want my fingerprint, my thumbprint to be left on, on multiple generations. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's kind of the goal right Do now. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? I used to. Um, but when you consider yourself a perfectionist, I think that you see a lot more failure. Mm-hmm. Because not uh, very few things are going to be perfect. And uh, one of my favorite quotes, which is, once you hit 100, it becomes your new 99. Mm. Meaning, once you hit perfect, it's not good enough. Yeah. You know, so it's like I used to be a perfectionist until I realized that that doesn't exist. Yeah. There's not, there's no such thing because you'll, as soon as you finish something, you're like, it can always be better, you know? Yeah. And so, sorry, I'm a big quote guy, but they say a picture is never finished, only abandoned. So you can always do more for it more to it add more to i like that yeah and so um so yes i used to be and i'm no longer uh, there's always more to do yeah you know i'm not done yet i'm not done yet and so that's true because i used to consider myself a perfectionist and i think it is true what you said i do find more flaws than 
than good things. And yeah. that's so frustrating. Yeah. So frustrating. You know, and that's in, in anything, you know, it's your yeah. podcast right now. You're like, this is dope, which is is incredible. But five years from now or three years or whatever, you're going to look back. It's like, oh, my gosh, look at my little humble oh, beginnings. No, I listened to the first ep- the first season. I'm like, damn, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do see growth, which is great, because if yeah. I didn't see that, then that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that's the point. Yeah. But, yeah, there's times yeah. that I go back and I'm like, oh, God. Like, <sighs> no. Yeah. No, but know. no, I do not consider myself a perfectionist. And I yeah. take pride in that. Yeah. I take pride in that. And, you know, people do consider this, you know, good for you. Yeah. But you're going to have a lot of heartache. Yeah. And headache. Because you'll realize that you're never good enough. Yeah. You know, perfect doesn't exist. Yeah. What does that even mean? You know, it's just like flawless. Like, no, there's... That's no, kind of boring. Yeah. And it's just it. like, all right, we're here. It's like, yeah, but the f- the fun part was the journey. You know, it's just like... Then let's go back on that journey. Yeah. You know, let's make it better. Let's reinvent, yeah. you know, and even our bar team, when they're like, I don't know, I've, I've kind of plateaued. It's like, okay, then change your work area. Yeah. Change your desk, change everything. And then you're going to train, retrain yourself to do it yeah. differently. So. I, I heard that advice from somebody and it actually helps, yeah. especially when you're working towards a dream and you're working a job where it's not your final place of destination. Somebody told me that. I wish I could remember who it was. They were like, change your setting around, like your workspace, move everything around. Yep. And you'll train yourself to make it something new yep. until you get to the point where, okay, now I really do need something new. Yeah. Surviving working, you know, in America, really. Yeah. You know, to until you get to where you want to be. So, like, you don't think, like, all these, you know, people that have, and like, my case, successful podcast did not start. You know, yes. in a room like this. Yes. Because we're not in a professional booth. We're in my house. Yeah. You know? So it started, you know, by making these mistakes. It started by, you know, and, and, and they said, change it around. And you know how many times I've changed this room around? <laughs> Endlessly. Yeah. You can tell I'm not even finished. Dec- not decorating. Uh, finishing this place. It feels homey, though. Does it? Yeah. That's yeah, I like a good it. Thing. It feels cozy. Thank I you. honestly forget that we're recording. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, I feel like it's just me and you. It's yeah. just me and you. We yeah. don't have anything in front of us. So yeah, that which is a good thing. Th- th- it requires a certain level of magic. Yeah, to like, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. we are recording, aren't we? You know, yeah, so that's special. So and and just probably like you, you know, even when I used to work at you know service industry, I was like, what am I going to do to make this more enjoyable? Mm-hmm. You know, and and the kind of mentality that I feel like we, you and I have, yeah makes us work it you know like okay what can we do what can we do what can we do and we're never satisfied yeah which is a good thing i mean it's a great thing yeah it really is a great thing and i told my staff that's kind of this the difference between service and hospitality is service is what you do for someone and hospitality is how you make them feel yeah anyone can take someone's order that's easy i can take your order right Mm -hmm. now you know but it's do i make you feel like this restaurant was for you Mm -hmm. that you are meant to be here you know then i've done my job yeah you know it's not until you feel like Yo, yeah, cool. So I was gonna ask you a question right, earlier, but right. I didn't ask it, and I don't know if I should now because I feel like we're gonna go back to the deep, to the deep end of the pool. Yeah, so I mean, I got my floaties. <laughs> uh, whenever we are stereotyped to work in that industry, mm-hmm. did you ever feel that pressure to not fit that stereotype? So I hate this about myself. Not anymore. Back maybe eight years ago, I thought I was too smart mm-hmm. to work in the industry because I was like, uh-uh, I wasn't meant for this. And 
that that sucks because it's hard work. <laughs> it is. It's hard work, and so um, not anybody can do it. To be honest, no. And I love it, man. I thrive in it. I enjoy it. Um, but um, I worked in a very, and I won't say their name, but a, a very conservative, uh, very borderline racist uh, mm-hmm. restaurant, the, their clientele at least. And mm-hmm. so I would hear comments all the time about, you don't look like a Charlie or you speak really good English for a Mexican. It's just like, Wow. And again, I, I grew up extremely callous. So things like that are just funny to me. Mm. They, you can't hurt me. I promise you. You can't. Even though their intention wasn't to hurt me, it was like they're just ignorant. You yeah. know? And I think anyone else would probably be offended or defend themselves. It's like, wow, you're so ignorant. You know? And so um, the situations like that, yes, made me feel like I didn't belong in the front of what we call front of house, meaning mm-hmm. any outside of the kitchen. Yeah. You know, because that's where I started in the kitchen. And so I felt that that's where I needed to go back to. And so now, uh, not only am I a manager in the front of house of a restaurant, but I'm manage one of the coolest and best restaurants in the state. And I, I say that both biased and unbiased, yeah. you know, because I know what we're doing there. I know what we're doing is really cool. Mm -hmm. I know what we're doing is good. But also, outside of food and drinks, we're doing something really good for the culture of restaurants, of how we treat our staff. Yeah. So I I have to remind myself sometimes, and and I'm in a good way, of like, wow, I'm an immigrant. I Mm -hmm. used to say just an immigrant. I'm not just an immigrant. I had to train that on myself. I'm an immigrant teaching American-born citizens how to speak proper English and how to do this right and how to, yeah. uh, sorry, how to do it well. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. um, so I take a lot of pride in it now. So, but yeah, no, I mean, th- absolutely. Yeah. There was a, yeah, doubt and belief that I didn't belong right. I, where I am but yeah. now I, I, I own it. And I think there's this broken thing inside of us. <laughs> Where we have to work harder than everyone. Yeah. And I yeah. hate that, but I take pride in it. And I wish we weren't that way, but I'm also happy that we are because yeah. uh, everywhere we go, we set the bar higher, mm-hmm. you know, and it sucks though because we have to work harder. Yeah. But it's also what makes us stand out. You know? Yeah. So do you have enemies? And, and you can choose not to answer. I mean, I'll answer it, but in, in what way? People that envy what you do going back basically it's a part b to that question because somebody seeing you that quote-unquote are not supposed to be there by their standards oh sure do you have people that make your life miserable uh, yes and no um i have what they call frenemies you know where it's just like to your face and behind your back and i do not mind confrontation i love it i thrive in it um face to face it's like hey I promise you, I mean you no harm. My intention yeah. is to ensure that, you know, but I think people are uncomfortable with being held accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when they start seeing that servers are being treated fairly and adequately and appropriately in art, then they then expect that in every restaurant and when they don't receive it. But even amongst your team, and I, I mean, you'll have people who aren't accustomed to it. And if a good friend of mine, we were just talking about it today of how, what happened? You know, because some people are not accustomed to being held accountable. Mm-hmm. No, you have to work this way. You have to operate in, at this level. It's like, 
why though? Yeah. I've, no one's ever asked me to, to work this way or, or to learn. It's like, right. But you've never met someone like me. Yeah. You know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, even people within the industry, I mean, maybe, maybe it's all in my head. I don't know, you know, but I'm sure five years from now, someone will tell me like, man, yeah. dude, better not to know now. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I saw you, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, I wanted you to, you know, and I've had a lot of people reach out and say, Hey, I want you to come and manage this restaurant. I want, I will pay you more money. And it's just like, that's the thing. It's not about money. You know, it's about, do I feel that I have a seat at the table mm-hmm. with you? I don't. I'm, I value things, other things more than money. Yeah. You know, because bro, money, we'll get it. We'll be fine. You know? Yeah. But the time, we'll look back and we'll, we'll regret it. Yeah. You know? Do what you love and money will follow, they say. Yeah. Oh, really? I've never yeah. heard that one. I'm really? Surprised I've never. Yeah. I feel like I'm tired of hearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that a lot. I've heard it for the first time today. Yeah. 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 Do but, what you love and the money will follow. But uh, no, I, I do. I am currently doing what I love uh, immensely. Yeah. Uh, I'm very passionate about it. I love to see. I'm a sucker for before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. And so to see people when I interview them and six months later, it's just like you're a lot more confident. You're mm-hmm. a lot more outspoken because I've taught you more than just to take someone's order. I've taught you how to communicate effectively, how to lead, yeah. how to handle your emotions, how to take care of your mental health, you know, mm-hmm. how to communicate. It, it, just so many things. And so I take a lot of pride in that. And as long as they give me the opportunity to do that, I will be there and I'll be loyal. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys are lucky. If you're listening, I'm hoping <laughs> at least a couple, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, one of my, my, my mentor, uh, he's my, my boss right now. And that's kind of what keeps me there are people like him who push me. And he has made me comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, so it's just like, okay, I didn't realize I would ever get to that point in my life. And yeah. It's just like, but it sounds good though. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. But it's like, he, you know, he'll send me a text, hey, what's up with this? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, so it's just like, but you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, that's where you thrive. That's where you grow. Which I think has a lot to do going back to, to you with basically with how we started the conversation. I think like the way, you carry yourself and the leadership mm-hmm. that you do carry, it, it it speaks more volumes with your crew, yeah. you know, because it shows, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've had horrible bosses. Yeah. And everybody has had horrible <laughs> bosses. But when you go to a place of work where it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go to work. It's, it's It doesn't feel like a job anymore. Yeah. It feels yeah. like we're having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a special kind of leadership. Yeah. And if honestly, if someone's not going to like me, I want it to be because of the things that push them to be better not yeah. because you know he was disrespectful or he was all these negative things it was because well he asked me to do my job it's like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah look if you're not gonna like me for that i'm i <laughs> can't help you the there best. i mean this is the bare minimum yeah. you know or yeah. or if they're i want people to not like me for making them uncomfortable because i'm pushing them yeah to be better yeah uh i'm cool with that i yeah. will not lose a single minute of sleep over that yeah but i will I don't know, man. I do have this insatiable, I want to be liked. I think we all do, but I, I'm very open about it. I like being liked, and I want to be liked. I don't know that I need to be liked, but I, I like it. I enjoy it. It feels yeah. it tastes well, Who good. does that mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> but I think it's something that, because we want to sort of put up the shields, like, I don't care. I don't care what they say. They can say it. And it's like, no, but I, 
we do I think care. we do. We you know, do. we do. And I think we need to have the conversation of like, okay, well, man, that, that, that hurt. Yeah. Well, what can I do to ensure? And I'm not, I'm not saying that we should cater to everyone and make everyone happy. Right, right. But we should work towards something where it's like people want to be around. Yeah. I think the fact that we don't, quote unquote, don't care literally means we do. It's quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, I mean, in reality, really, who doesn't yeah. want to be? I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on, be, be honest. Yeah. You know? And that's that's kind of where I am. It's just like, I I want, and the reason I want to be like is because I want sort of people to to come near me, and then mm-hmm. I can give them what I have to offer. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, I mean, my, my philosophy is very simple, and I tell this to my staff endlessly, and they're tired of hearing this, but... Because I'm not religious or spiritual, and I want and need and I crave something to be my guide in mm-hmm. life, it's this. It's this philosophy, which is how long you and I will be in each other's life, I don't know. Uh, 20 years? 40? Today might be the last day we ever talk. I don't know. But my goal is very simple, easier said than done, which is to leave you better than how I found you. Not to say that how I found you was poor or not good, but if I find you great, my my goal is to leave you greater. Yeah. And so that's it. Again, easier said than done, but No, but I mean there's always room for improvement. Yeah. If somebody that feels like they can never improve, you're yeah. a dead end buddy. Like seriously. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so and I find that, that those are usually the people that don't enjoy my company. Yeah. You know, but I want to surround myself with people who just want to grow and develop and become yeah. a better version of themselves because when they do that, I kind of get like, I'm like, well, I want to grow too. You know, you can become a little competitive. Yeah. You know, in a, in a healthy way where it's like, well, I don't want you to be the only one succeed. I want to succeed too. Come yeah. on, let's do it. You know, and yeah. how'd you do it and things like that. So, yeah, I think we need to kind of get in that, in that, in on that. So, no, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Tell everybody what are the best five dishes. And your place that everybody must try. Because we have a seasonal menu, it, it'll change from time to time. But every way, it changes every way. Uh, just fall, winter, and spring and summer. Okay. What are we right now? Fall? Uh, Technically? Yeah. Yes. I think maybe. so. All right. Who knows? It's, it's, it's cold. It was cold today. <laughs> it was cold. It today. was a high of 75 yesterday. That was terrifying. And it was high of 40 today. So yeah. In typical Oklahoma way. Um, yeah. I will tell you. Okay, so I currently, I would say probably our lasagna dish is incredible. But I'm a sucker for, outside of Mexican cuisine, I think Italian is my mm-hmm. next favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a sucker for pasta. Like, anything that has flour in it, I love. Um, and it has a, a uh, like a sugo, which is like a, a saucy meat, like a meat sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is is ultimate comfort food. Um, in addition to that, I'm a sucker for the classics. So a classic margarita pizza, like a Neapolitan style pizza. Uh, you've got. Your, say that again. Uh, margarita pizza. So it's it's margarita it's a drink. No. So margarita pizza was uh, and it's spelled differently. M A R G H E R I T A. So it was it's named after Queen Margarita. Uh, way back oh. when in Italy, it was. Submitted as a contest, who can make the best pizza for this queen gotcha. or royalty? And uh, someone made it with oh, oddly, I've yeah, heard of this. Yeah, tomato yeah, yeah, sauce, yeah. Uh, mozzarella or uh, type of cheese, and a basil. So it was meant to represent the Italian flag, red, white, yeah, um, and green. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sure enough, it won. So uh, that is one of my favorites. Uh, 
just pizzas, period, like period, you know, that's, that's an incredible pizza because simple, flavorful, classic, timeless. And I think that's the, the things that survive history is because they are good and they're great. Man, that one, those are usually my go-to cacio e pepe, which is Italian for cheese and pepper. It's a classic Italian dish as well. So the simpler you, like, the less ingredients you use, the higher quality they have to be because you have less things to hide behind. Right, right, right. You know, so it's it's cheese, pepper, uh, butter, noodles. Um, That's it. That's what you got. Yeah. So they better be the top of the line. Yeah. So. I have to go visit you. You do. Because, well, it's actually me and a friend were going to go. I'm not going to say what friend it was. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say. But we're like, hey, let's go try it. Let's, you know, let's just go say hi and, and try it. But we're like, no, let's just let's just wait because honestly, we look wretched as hell that day. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be. First of all, the experience to go try something yeah. you know new. I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna show up like that. Like, no, come on, it's just not. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna got you know we're gonna have to go eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to go one day. No, please do. Yeah. Reach out to me and make sure I'm there. And I want to make sure that you have it. I mean, you'll have a great time regardless if I'm there. Yeah, I'm sure, not. yeah. But I, I want to make sure I, I yeah. get to see your reaction. Okay. And whatnot, so. Which but, my faces don't hide a lot. So. Oh, I know. It betrays <laughs> you. It's okay. Have you noticed today? <laughs> I guess yes. you're in trouble. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, nah, it's okay. Drinks. What are your favorite drinks? Um... Oh my gosh! Uh, currently on our menu, the drinks change as well. They do. We have really? some of the, their class. I will say I won't. I'll, I'll talk more about what I like as far as like the classics. Um, I don't know how many of your listeners are like deep into the craft cocktail mm-hmm. culture or, or movement that has taken over the United States in the last like ten years. But, yeah, um, I'm sure some are. I've asked this question to my staff endlessly because we are deep into the craft cocktail movement, which is. If life came up to you and said, you know, there's something in the industry which we call we call the last call. Mm-hmm. Last call meaning bar's about to close. You get to order one more drink. After right. that, we're tabbing you out. Yes. So if life came up to you and said, before you pass away, you get to have one more drink. What drink is that? Ooh. That answer changes for me every year. I don't know the answer currently, but I know my go-to is I love a what they call a Negroni. Okay. Which is uh, equal parts, meaning one ounce of each, like gin, Campari, which is an Italian uh, uh, Amaro, and uh, sweet vermouth for your listen For all, or 800 people, maybe right. two of you understand. Uh, Hopefully you're <laughs> over 21. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think the Negroni will forever be my go-to. Um, but a nice glass of wine yeah. uh, is, is, is incredible. I love a daiquiri. Um and don't, I'm not talking about your Applebee's frozen daiquiri. I'm that's what I'm, about, yeah, that's yeah. what comes to mind. It comes from, uh, this bar, uh, it's called La Floridita, I believe is when it was first created, but it was, it was rum, sugar, and lime. Ooh. Rum, sugar, lime. Um, two ounces, one ounce, one ounce. Yeah. Um, shaken, strained. And, um, that is probably my go to. And I hate to say this about myself because it, it'll, it'll make me look like a snob, but that's usually my go to cocktail when I go out to a bar. Is I'll I'll get a daiquiri and you, you think kinda, that'll make you look like a snob? Because normally that's how I judge. Oh, I see like, what you're saying. Okay, okay do okay, they have okay. a respectable? Are they using yeah. fresh lime juice? Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, and you get to judge a lot of their technique, things like gotcha. that. Gotcha. But 
even a bad daiquiri, and I know this will be controversial, it's still pretty fucking good. You know, yeah. so it's like, but a great one is, yeah, is, yeah. is incredible. So mm-hmm. those are probably my go-to, depending on the mood, honestly. There's a, a Vucare, which is a classic, I believe, a, a New Orleans a cocktail. is very spirit-forward, very boozy. I would recommend a Disco Nap. It's a blackberry sage margarita. It's okay. really our house margarita. So it's got a good balance of fruit, herbs, and just what and citrus you know what you want in a in a great cocktail okay um that or we have like a mountain dew inspired cocktail which is Ooh. it was meant to be a little just fun and funny yeah and so we went with that um that one's really uh just incredible wait when you said we went with that does that mean you make up the drinks no 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 i wish i wish i did oh, that's uh, that's yeah. major talent uh the two people kind of the, the brains behind it are my good friend and my mentor their names are scott and uh charles charles is our, our principal and lead bartender and nice. scott, he's our director of operations slash part owner yeah they're the brains behind it and they are in love they're enamored with the mexican culture so anytime they can kind of do a little nod to god gotcha. they will so that's cool yeah yeah that's yeah awesome. no, i love it and I, that's why i'm also they're, they're stuck with me you know because they value and they respect our culture immensely yeah. and they pay their respects so shout out to them no kidding what was their name charles and scott scott that's what's up yeah no they're, yeah. they're, Thank they're, you. they're good peeps no absolutely and they are the masterminds uh 99 uh mm. with the cocktails the great cocktails on our menu um but if here's the thing i have to give a shout out to if you go to the jones you have to get a frosé Okay. Uh, Frosés, uh, at least our frosés, like gin, rosé, lemon, strawberry, sugar. Mm, mm. Like, it's frozen. It's a slush. That sounds good. It's incredible. Yeah. And um, they're dangerous. They'll sneak up on you. Really? Mm-hmm. Those are the best ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, they get you in trouble, but it, it's all good. That's kind of the signature cocktail for us. That's our, that's, gotcha. that's our go-to. Like, look, if you're here, you have to have at least one. Okay. And then you'll have to have at least two. You okay. know, it's just it's like, it's it's an incredible You're going to leave with six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, our staff is trained to like really be able to deduce like, you know, what are you in the mood for? What's the vibe? What, yeah. what, are you trying to get in trouble? Or are you like low key? <laughs> what are your, what's your flavor profile? Yeah. And then they'll be able to kind of guide you in the right direction. Gotcha. I do take a lot of pride in that. I thought that one sounds good though. Oh, the Frosé's worth it. Yeah. That sounds really good. Actually. You'll enjoy it. I might have that when I go. No, you will. I will. <laughs> There's no might. <laughs> One of these days, I'm a show. It'll be please cool. Do, please do. Please like, do. I would love, love, love to have you. No, no. I would love, love to be there. Yeah. Like I really would. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mental when I said we were going to go twice already. And, like, <laughs> and really, just, for anyone listening, like, ask for me. Yeah, ask for me. I do have a a, a weird uh, handlebar mustache. So just ask for the guy with the mustache if you forget my name. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. Your mustache is dope. Yeah, it's. I've wanted to shave it maybe eight hundred times now, but really, yeah. Why? I, I, I don't know. Just because. Fun. Yeah, crazy moments. You know how like, you you know you'll get crazy. Yeah, I do like, know. What yeah, if yeah. I just shave my eyebrow? You know, it's just like, but I feel like it's part of your identity now, and that's why I can't. Yeah, and I don't. It took me about five months to grow it, and I've had it for about four and a half years now, yeah. and I'm like, I can't. Yeah, because people are not looking at what, what I'm looking at. <laughs> So uh, hopefully when we, you yeah. know, this episode comes out, there's a picture that clearly shows it. Yeah. But this is why we don't do YouTube. Because first of all, my face is like you said. But the whole time we were talking, 
It's like it's like he's caressing a baby, y'all. Like he's just like <laughs> I can't help it. I'm it's, so sorry. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just it's part of you, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know. You know what's funny is I did shave it once. Now that I remember, and I continued doing that, like curling the mustache, <laughs> yeah. even though it was in bit, like it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 funny. Because Why'd you do that that one time? Just to see what I would look like. Did and you like what you saw? I yes. Yeah. Because I broke the rules, you know. It's like everyone, oh, everyone said no, and I did it, and I was like, "See, you shouldn't have said no." I sh- I did whatever I wanted to, yeah, and I liked it. And now I'm like, now I can't. Yeah, my wife might leave me. If I, I was about to say, what did you say about it? She, she will. She she's told me she's like, I'll I'll leave you if you shave your mustache. It's a trademark now. I feel like it is. It is more me than I am. Yeah, if that makes sense. You think so? Yes. People have told me. That <laughs> sounds fair. Yeah, it sounds fair. Which is okay. I'll yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna get to some questions. Oh, okay. Hopefully, they won't be too. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to make questions where we don't make people cry. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. Uh, dynamic, charismatic, curious. Yes. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, I like this one a lot because I know I don't know the answer. It's a work in progress. What? Let's come back to that one. I like that question a lot. Okay. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? It is 100% a sign of strength because it is hard to cry. Mm -hmm. And for me to do something that is difficult equals strength. Yeah. So I'm going to say a sign of strength. Strength. Would you prefer summer or winter, sir? When I was younger, summer. Now I'm a grumpy old man who likes to stay inside, so winter. <laughs> no, you're not. Quite lying. <laughs> What's the first thing you notice when you meet someone? Oh my gosh. I don't know that I can I would attribute it to a um a, a physical attribute, but if they're a one upper, well, I'm tired. I'm more tired. You know, someone who's always in competition of like, oh, I see. they always want on a one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that are a turnoff. So I notice that first. And if they're not being a one upper, I know we're gonna get along. I hate gotcha. people who one up and I hate to one up. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, just ugh. Yeah, yeah. What is your best feature or which I think we know? Uh my <laughs> I say think, it. Say what you thought. I would just say my mustache. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna That's say? Not- I was going to say your personality. Let's go with that. Okay. I think if my personality was a uh, was a shape, it would be a mustache. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I want to go with that. <laughs> okay. Here's one that is going to be a little controversial. Oh, say it. Especially because we know where we're where we came from, right? Do you believe in the afterlife? And if so, describe what you think it would be like. Uh I don't believe in the afterlife. I think the same exact experience and memories we had before we were born, which mm-hmm. is nothingness, I think that's exactly what um, waits for us. Yeah. Which is nothing. And this is where, can I expand on this? Yes. Is that I, don't, I hate when people shit on people who believe in the afterlife. Let, let people believe what they want to believe. If that gives you peace of mind, knowing that you get to see your loved one, Again, someday. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. And I'm not this angry, and I, this is probably the first time I'm saying it on your episode, but uh, on this episode, but it's like, yes, I, I'm not this angry, grumpy atheist. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm an atheist because I guess you have to put a title on it, but I just don't believe it. 
Yeah. And any, you know, yeah. and so, but to me, it's just like, what if this is the only life we have? Let's just make it count. Yeah. That's, that's really it. But that's my take on the afterlife. But frankly, I, that's what I believe to be true. So, because I asked that question and I'm going to edit my answer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I actually have the same belief. Yeah. Yeah. As you, which is uh, uh, problematic. Yeah. But it's valid though. Yeah. And and again, going back to what I said at the beginning, I feel like it's what, what you feel on the inside. Yeah. That's your truth. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. I do. I really do. I feel kind of spicy. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to say The Magic School Bus, uh, just because... Not only was it educational, but, but there was a kid on there named Carlos. I was about to say, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, that's funny. And so I'm, I'm going to go with the... Uh, Carlos was the coolest on the show, too, cool. by the way. He's cool. Yeah, he He's was the cool coolest. Guy. Yeah. It's funny because my kid, my oldest, actually looks just like him. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Oh, he does. Yeah. That's kind of he does. Yeah. Has, has he seen the show? No. He's, he's just like, I'm not watching this boomer. Not even the reboot? I uh, I'm not believe a fan in reboots. of reboots. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. I'm just like, some things should just be left alone. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Don't okay. ruin the good stuff, man. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. What song do you currently have on repeat? Um, The one I'll probably listen to forever is uh, Nose on the Grindstone by Tyler Childers. Okay. Uh, that is probably my go-to. And it's on repeat. It wasn't my number one played song on the Spotify. Rack. It wasn't. It wasn't. But uh, that probably because you know it. Like it's yeah engraved. Yeah. And that's the one I go back to uh, endlessly. Okay. Um, which if you have it, if you're if you kind of like that moody, just like folksy country. It's not country. I wouldn't consider it country at all. Okay. Uh, but you should definitely check check out Tyler Childers' incredible voice. Uh, he's a great musician, and that is a great. Just there's a lot of pain in that song, mm. so I love heartbreak and pain behind songs more than I do love. Yeah, uh, I think pain comes from a truer. Emotion. Is it weird that we I I learn more from pain than love? Yeah, and that's why uh, pain is sticks around for longer. I mean, you've never gotten a scar from a hug, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, because it fades. And so, anytime there's pain, it just kind of hangs out for a lot yeah. longer. And so, you realize that it's a lot more genuine. Ooh, okay. If you had a friend who spoke to you the same way you sometimes speak to yourself, how long would you allow this person to be your friend? Forever. Here's... <laughs> Which I is ha- a great response. I have I have a rule for my staff. The golden rule that we grew up on is treat other people the way you treat yourself. Yes. So I asked my staff this question, which is, if you treated other people the way you treat yourself, how long would you be your friend? And I asked them this question. They're like, not very long. Okay, let me start changing that. Mm -hmm. It's not fair that you treat other people better than you do yourself. So what do you give other people? Why give them time? Give yourself some time. Why I'm a lot more forgiving with them. Mm -hmm. Start being more forgiving with yourself. So I I think for forever. Good. I'm going to go with that. That's a good response. That's my final answer. That's a, that's a good final yes. answer. Because that wasn't my answer. <laughs> Who do you need to ask for forgiveness? Oh, man. That's heavy. I think my mom. I think it's sometimes, and I never thought it would be me, but sometimes I don't make time to call her. 
you know, so that is something I wish I made an effort, you know, yeah. so will she listen? Will she not? Maybe, maybe she won't. She doesn't have Spotify or any, any music listening or yeah. podcast listening uh, service, but I, I think her, but I want to do with my actions instead of saying, I'm sorry. I just yeah. want to just call her more often. So yeah, her, you know, cause she did okay. her best. She yeah. really did. So. Good. When I say Fuller Brown, what comes to your mind? I think the things that the thing that makes me uh, be where I am now at my current job, which is a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. So Fuller Brown is a seat at the table. Yeah, you know, and a seat at the table. Yeah. So okay, what is one thing you would change about the world? <laughs> Man, I wish people were just kinder. I think if we were more kind, then a lot of the issues we're facing now would be non-existent. Yeah. And I think people are like, you know, I, I pose this, this question to myself. Do you do you think we should have more smarter people or kinder people? And I think 90% said kinder. Yeah. And I think most of the issues we have now would be solved if people were just nicer. Yeah. So, well, no, for sure. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying about my faces now? Yeah. Okay. What do you imagine yourself doing 10 years from now? Oh my gosh, I'll be 41. Oh God, don't say it like that. Because now I'm thinking I'm. <laughs> my oldest will be 21. God. I, I really just want to be traveling. Yeah. I want to be traveling. I want to speak. I want to teach. And right now, I'm in those formative years that. Uh, this is still the rough draft uh, of my career. Yeah. And so I'm allowed mistakes. I'm allowed typos and errors and run on sentences. Yeah. And I'm allowing myself that because I know that 10 years from now, mm. hopefully I'll have a, a cleaner, much more organized and concrete message. To yeah. Give. I don't want to be like a, what do they call um motivational speaker. I think that's too, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. And that's, that's awesome. But I want to do more than that. Yeah. You know. That's kind of like a, a very detailed specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to show up and I want to make you, you feel might good. Want to offend somebody and then somebody. I want to leave. Like, no, yeah. I actually want to like get really like yeah, ugly and personal. And, yeah. Yeah. Which is needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of sugar coating sometimes. Yeah, man. I'm not about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my answer. Yeah. Last question. Okay. What do you want to accomplish before you leave this? Leave. Damn it, English. What do you want to accomplish before you leave this earth? I hope to have written a book that is about not necessarily my, yes, my experiences, but something that other people can relate to and connect to. Yeah. And something that my children can be like, that is who he was. Yeah, that is exactly who he was and what he was and what he stood for. So if I can write a book, uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I like that. Can't wait to read it. Yeah, <laughs> just give me a second to write it. Would you do the 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 voice for uh, uh, audiobook? Yeah, I th- I think so. That'd I be want nice. I want to convey the emotion. So I, th- I yeah. Think, yeah, because some books are not the same. No, no. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Sometimes it has to come with your expression do you, with it. Do you watch foreign films in 
subtitled or dubbed? It depends. The one movie I can think of right now, it's subtitles. Because I don't even know if it's dubbed or not. But, yeah, yeah, Usually I go subtitles because translating something, you lose something with the emotion. So I'd rather, yeah, I think I would. Yeah, so when you do your book, please make sure. I will. Put it in your contracts, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have to. You you can't allow anybody to to do it. Yeah, I have the rights. Yeah. For anyone listening, I, I mean... Be vulnerable. Yeah. Kind of look at the struggles that unite us, and let's lean on that. Yeah. Time is a currency that we'll never get back. If Mm -hmm. you spend $5, you can make $5. You'll figure it out. Sure. Once you spend five minutes, they're gone forever. Yeah. And so the fact that you decided and you chose to give me your time is incredible. I feel the opposite. I feel like you're the one that... Because to me, this this is me. Yeah, you know, but for someone that has a different walk of life, you know, that has a different day to day path. Yeah, thank you no. for for making the time no, to no. to come, and I hope that this was a great. I hope you feel like you said at home, and I feel like you feel you're free to come back anytime. And no, I can't wait. And trust me, there's no topics off limits. Charlie, thank you so much for visiting, and please feel free to come back anytime. And until the next time, thank you guys. Bye.